Welcome, everybody, to episode 200 of The China Show. It's the 200th spectacular. I hope you've <laughs> set your DVRs to record this special event as we are live. And uh, we promised today is going to be a very fun episode. Yes, but we're also covering a very serious topic. Our main topic, of course, is about the uh, Ukrainian girl that China has cloned and made into a Russian propagandist for Chinese media. Yeah, so I wanted to clear something up because I was mm-hmm. just uh, perusing chat Yeah, pre-show. And some people are like, oh, did they face swap her? Oh, did they steal her account? Or it's way worse than you think. Yes. It's all of those things times infinity and beyond. Yeah. That's Not to a quote Buzz Light. Exactly. But that's going to be the main segment of the show later on. We've got a lot to cover. Yes. And we're going to start by sauntering into what's new. This is where we talk about what's new uh, with regards to China. And today I thought we'd make this whole what's new segment pretty much about slopaganda. So slopaganda is a a term that we coined when China tries to do propaganda, but it falls flat. That's correct. Insert diarrhea noise. Yes, exactly. So I thought I'd start with this, okay? I came across this the other day, and uh, let's play it. It says, here is something you can do without any fear in China, but you can't in US or EU. (laughs) Okay. Can I say something quick? Sure. Before we get into the jokes about this, this is part of a massive campaign right now yes. to say USA bad, China good in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yes, it's everywhere. How about not? How about just saying like, "Wow, look at this fun, creative way to yeah. decorate your phone case or something." Life hack. Yeah. yeah. Why is it got to be America and you, you EU bad? If you um, are not watching, if you're listening, somebody is putting a few hundred RMB, which is the the currency of China, bills inside of their phone case to make yes. like a decorative phone case yes it's like 50 and bucks it, uh, yeah and it's like to carry this around is yeah. what they're saying like and they're like you can't you carry can 50 it. bucks around yeah so let, let's take a look you. this is definitely uh, what we call yes. slopaganda okay now i found the comments on this hilarious because this backfired this time because you know i've been seeing a lot of this first of all the biggest push right now is that the Chinese economy is doing so well and that the West is crumbling. That's their big talking it's point. Huge. And on top of that, they're trying to say it's so safe in China, but yeah. it's so dangerous everywhere else in the world, especially in America. So this is one of those attempts to show this, right? I love these. Let's read them one by one. You sure. read the first one. What's the first comment here? It's not really a thing in the US. By the way, my phone is stolen out of my hand in China twice. As mine too. <laughs> yeah. I've been robbed in China multiple times and I haven't been robbed. I'm trying to think of other countries have been robbed in China. Maybe one other place, not in the US. Um, mm. So it's very interesting that this is the talking point that you can't walk around with 50 bucks if yeah. you're in America. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I'll read the next one, then you can read the next one. Uh, While China is transitioning to digital currency away from cash, 100 RMB is only worth $13.90. Trying to find your uh, your point you missed. (laughs) (laughs) These are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Next one says, to be fair, nobody wants to steal useless Chinese currency. And that's actually the most damning one. Who wants to steal RMB? You can't use it anywhere. I bet you you could put like whatever that is, like 800 RMB, uh, Chinese yuan, in a phone case here in in America, yes. you could throw it on the road. Pretty much no one wants to take it because they can't use it. I mean, it they'll here. probably pick it up as a novelty. Yeah, it'd be like a nice novelty. Yeah. But the best comment is to come. This is probably my absolute favorite comment out of all of these ones was the, uh, come on, there. Right. In the US, you can't put half of a monthly salary for most of the population into a phone case. There's not <laughs> enough space. <laughs> that 
that that is salt in the wound. And it's true. It's so true. Because look, that person put about eight hundred to a thousand yeah. RMB, which is the equivalent of how much in, in US dollars? A hundred right bucks. Right now, it's tough. It's, tough it's probably to about a, a, a hundred bucks. Hundred and thirty bucks or something. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, it's 111 bucks. 111 bucks. Okay. And that's true. A monthly salary for many people in China, 2000 RMB is their monthly salary. Oh, yeah. Easy. It's not poor people, guys. No, that's urban, urban people. So when polled in major Chinese cities, a lot of, uh, uh, graduates from master's programs, from bachelor's programs in China, uh, in their first job are making about 2000 RMB per month in cities where you can't survive on that. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's pretty normal in China. Yeah. So yeah, half your month's salary in the back of your phone, you can't do that in America because it won't fit. It won't fit. It's, <laughs> it's not going to fit. <laughs> and yeah, it is. It's pretty damning, but it's true. Yeah. Um, that is, that is half a month's salary for most people, like in general in China, you could say it's like a median average. Yeah, the median salary in America was around $70,000. So a, yeah. Yeah, a year. So if you were to break that down to months, you're not fitting that in the back of your phone. No, no you're not. It's not going to happen. Uh, um, why would I put play money in my phone? <laughs> Again, not a really internationally recognized currency. No, exactly. Right. Only place I've ever been robbed is in Guangzhou. Twice, actually. Actually, that's a big place for robbery, too. And that's a major Chinese city, a wealthy Chinese city, first tier. They had to ban motorcycles there because of the snatch and grab yeah. robberies and yeah. stuff. Um, and yes, the I, I lived in South Africa. I uh -huh. had stuff stolen in sure. South Africa. I sure. had home invasions and I had people... I, I once left my jacket on my chair in my living room in, in the cottage I lived in. And someone broke the window in the middle of the night and actually grabbed my jacket out. So, you know, it's happened to me in South Africa. I understand. But that's a shit country, okay, with very bad crime. Um, in China, I've had stuff stolen. I've had bicycles stolen, e-bikes stolen. Multiple motorcycles. I had an electronic dictionary that I had in the back of my bag was stolen from me. Phones, when I was, yeah. wallets, mm -hmm. run the gamut. So anyway. th the reason I'm saying that is here in America, I've never had anything stolen. No. Not once. So, yeah. And while it does happen, the, of course. the, the idea, like, okay, the, there's the, a lot of robbery in America, but guess yeah. what? Mm. To make the comparison with China is like the dumbest thing you yeah. could ever do. Correct. Anyway. Uh, yeah. And the last comment, you can read it. That's like 50 bucks. Limfowl. Limfowl. Yes, exactly. Anyway, so that's step one of today's slopaganda. Here's another, another one. There's been an image that was being shared around of, you know, like the Chinese... I suppose, PLAF or something, you know, the People's Liberation Army Air Force. Now, it's not an official image, but it's what the the Wumao was sharing around. That's interesting. But I, I'm sorry. I'm a little upset about something you just said. What? That thing you said about South Africa. Can I? Can you withdraw that real quick? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, just I withdraw that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'll withdraw. I, Honorable <laughs> Matisa. <laughs> yeah, I can withdraw that because I am South African. I can say yes. what I want about my own country. That's true. I just was a little upset. Yeah. Oops. Anyway, let's continue on with this uh, this lovely image. Now, this is just being shared around. In general, you get these show of force things being shared around on Chinese yeah. internet, but it turns out it's just a, you know, an American B two and with a very, very, very bad Photoshop. Yeah. Yo, so, stop. Mm, this is bad. Slopaganda. Yeah. That is, again, that's what we call slopaganda. Do it properly. And this. This one's actually, like, upsetting. Though. This has to be my favorite one, though, out of slopaganda-wise. Okay, let's just um, play a little bit, and then we'll read what it says. <laughs> okay, so this is a tweet from... The, okay, China has been trying to do this 
this Uyghur genocide denial, this, the, the, the problems that they're doing in Xinjiang, the bad things the government's doing in Xinjiang, they've been trying so hard to hide it. They've got dedicated um, Twitter accounts that are called like Uyghur lifestyle, things like that, right? Yes. Where they've got nonstop like propaganda about Xinjiang, how amazing it is and how the West lies and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So this was tweeted out. They said... Believe it or not, we really love dancing and we dance at every happy occasion in Xinjiang. And it shows <laughs> two Uyghur women dancing in front of a, a two-liter bottle of Pepsi. Here's the deal. We talked about this, how China really screwed up their genocide denial stuff by constantly making these accounts, by making Uyghur people say, no, there's no genocide, we love to dance, and showing them dance and show how happy they are. And that was one of the most on the nose, mm. disturbing as well. Yeah. Kind of uh, gotcha moments. Look at all these happy Uyghur people dancing. There's no genocide if they're dancing, right? Yeah. And that became like a pervasive thing. Like everyone around the world is like, they keep showing these dancing Uyghur people. Like yeah. it's so obvious Dancing what minorities, doing, yeah. right? And then instead of saying, well, we better not do this propaganda campaign anymore. People have, have figured it out. Yeah. The Xinjiang police files came out. All of these eyewitness reports came out. The Chinese out. government escaped. themselves have admitted that yes. they are re-education camps and all yes. that kind of stuff, right? It's horrible. Mm. It's been proven time and time again, right? Yeah. The, what do they do? They double down and say, no, it's actually true. They really do love dancing. Yes. <laughs> but this stuff Oh, out. we dance. We just dance at the drop of a hat. Anything happy happens. And, you know, you could re you could reinterpret that. Be like, hey, the Chinese government said we have to dance and then we can consume this meager feast. Yes. You know? And yeah. have you noticed they always lay out this feast as if everyone's going to... It's gonna, something I noticed. Remember when yeah? I uncovered, like, the thousands of accounts on yeah. YouTube that were putting out, like, anti-Pompeo messages where they're yeah. forcing Uyghurs to be like, no, there is no genocide here. And the Chinese government went around with this campaign, and it was so obvious. Yes. They just blasted the internet with all these videos. There was always these platters of food left out. It was always untouched, right? Yes. And it's, like, people dancing in front of it or have it spread out there being like, there is no genocide in Xinjiang, and there's all this, like, exorbitant food and yeah. grapes and pastries and you know it's crazy it's like they let them drink a quarter of that bottle of pepsi and then they're like now dance yes you want any more dance yeah you know and then after they're done dancing they're like okay you can leave now and that feast doesn't get touched no one can yeah. eat it but i mean come on asking the audience once again how genuine do you think this is do you think that uyghur people literally just get up and dance because they are uh, going to have a, a meal at every occasion at every occasion. Yes, that's what the Chinese government They, like, does. successfully take a turd in the bathroom, and they're like, woo! Yes. Get up and dance, you know what I mean? Anything happens to them, and they start dancing. It's nuts. It's stupid. And the, the Chinese government keeps pushing this dancing Uyghur narrative everywhere you look. Yeah. All you can see are dancing Uyghurs, as if they can't do anything else. Do you know else. why? It's so unsuccessful, this propaganda campaign. It's blown up in their face time and time again. But somebody really important came up with this. Yeah. And they can't be wrong. And that's what's wonderful and bad about China, is that someone can push something so far and it's not working, or it's like blown up in their face, or it's like, yeah. it's very unsuccessful, or it's actually exposing a problem. It is. But at the same time, nothing can be done about it because if that guy's wrong, then heads roll. Yeah. So it's this weird. That's how China works, yeah. right? And it's actually how it will be China's downfall at some point. It has to if, be yeah. if no one can answer to the you know the truth or what actually happens or works. I can tell you what: when you see dancing Uyghurs mm -hmm. and Chinese propaganda, you know something bad is going on. It's a dog whistle. Yeah, it's it's literally there to try and cover up something bad happening. They used to show pandas. Yeah. That used to be like if something really bad in China happened, like uh, mm. this big protest 
obsessed about like you know defaulting loans. They'll show pandas now. They show yeah. dancing. Weavers. You know why there's a be- been a big resurgence of this shit? Is excuse the language. Is last week we covered it. The VW thing. Yeah. The whole using Xinjiang Uyghur forced yeah. labor. The new report from Adrian Zenz yeah. has now really put the whole forced labor, um, slave labor, th- the Uyghur situation into the spotlight once and, again. And now it has to be investigated again. Yeah, and so now all of a sudden you're seeing dancing Uyghurs yeah. left and right. Yeah. It's so dumb. Chinese Slopaganda. government, you are so stupid. You're, you, are, you are slopaganda. Yes. Anyway, poor people that have to do this like yeah. North Korean gunpoint dance for me thing. Yes, exactly. Anyway, what do we got here? This is very annoying. Okay, um, we we talked about this when that uh, historical vids or whatever did that big um, post about the nuclear battery. China invents a nuclear battery, right? Remember? Yes. And it got millions of views. Yes. And it turns out it's false. It's debunked. It's fake. Mm-hmm. I don't like to see large accounts posting Chinese propaganda as if it's fact. Yeah. And then people picking up, and especially the Chinese uh, um, people. Uh, whatever propagandists pick up on it and run with it, right? right. So um, there's a, a big Twitter account called Wall Street Silver, which does all kinds of, I don't know, I guess political commentary. And uh, I guess... Why is it called Wall Street I guess they Silver? do something about Wall Street. I don't oh, actually okay. know. Gotcha. They posted this typical Chinese propaganda side by side. Look at the USA's subway and look at the Guangzhou Railway. Yeah, this is actually very much in line with the campaign we've been seeing from all of the CCP shills. Yeah. They make these videos where it's this versus thing. In fact, I parodied parodied it on my new video on my thumbnail. Yeah. It's this USA bad, China good, and they put this together. But what we didn't see is uh, accounts outside of the shill verse, like the CCP shill verse using this kind of stuff. So anyway, this is incredibly disingenuous and it actually she made me a little bit angry because you see that tweet got whatever seven and a half million views or more okay mm. of people saying that yeah look at how amazing china's subway is here's the u.s subway um in uh in new york and they they showed like during floods or something where water's pouring down the stairs the subway station is flooded and yeah. it's a mess so they showed like here is the new york subway during a national natural disaster yeah and here's a pristine, brand new, newly opened subway station in Guangzhou or wherever, right? Yeah. And they put it side by side as if it's some kind of an equal comparison. And it made me mad specifically because if you've been watching the show, we covered this last year. Yeah. And the Zhengzhou floods happened yeah. in Zhengzhou. People drowned inside the subway because the authorities... Thousands. Authorities absolutely refused to shut anything down. They knew the floodwaters were coming because they'd opened up the floodgates. Yeah. They knew the flood orders were coming, but they didn't want to upset the higher-ups, so they didn't stop the subway service. And there are horrible, horrifying videos of people stuck in the subway as it's filling up with water, filming and live-streaming that, hey, you know, uh, we can't get out of here, the water's rising, and, you know, hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, died during the floods, not just in the subway, but in that big tunnel yeah. and everything. Yeah. So if you wanted to compare apples to apples... You can take a look at that subway uh, footage of the the flooding in New York City, which I'm pretty sure no one died because we would have heard about it. The entire world would have heard about it if people drowned in the New York subway. All right? And if you want to compare it, compare it to when uh, badly planned and badly managed subway uh, stations and systems in China are flooded, where people die. Yeah. You know? And it apples just goes. Be- it goes beyond that too. I mean, these comparison mm-hmm. things are so dumb. They're like, so dumb. You can't. You can't cherry pick and say, "Look at this 
hundred-year-old, you know, thing during a natural disaster, and look at this brand new thing that's just been built like a month ago. I, what they'll do is they'll show like a homeless drug addict guy mm -hmm. laying on the stairs, mm -hmm. right in in San Francisco or something. Sure. And then the other picture is China, and it's like a high-speed rail. Yes, what, you kind of compare. Yeah, what do don't. You, what do they have to do so, with each other? The reason why I'm pointing this out is I just want people to be aware of the fact that Chinese propaganda is now slipping into the mainstream. It looks like it. Absolutely. If you've got big accounts tweeting stuff out like this without any real context, without mm. actually understanding the situation, mm -hmm. and then it's getting boosted by, above me, I've blanked out their names, but very well-known Chinese propagandists are running with this. Yes. They love it. They're like, yes, look, USA bad, China good. Meanwhile, it's completely out of context, and it is straight-up Chinese propaganda. Yes. So anyway, um, let's uh, move move on from this slopaganda and talk about something that I gotta gotta rant about a little bit. What? Um, a big part of China's propaganda, again, we're doing a lot of propaganda in this one, is Chongqing, the city of Chongqing. It has become the center of China's propaganda efforts, and we know why behind the scenes. We we understand why, but just so that you guys all understand, is the city of Chongqing now is being used as a poster child for how advanced China is and how amazing, yeah, it's like amazing China is. Yeah, cyberpunk stuff. Mm. It's everywhere. So um, there have been a lot of people that we know are paid and people that we know are linked to Chinese state media, etc., that do these videos. And there's also just travel bloggers yeah. that end up there, maybe get paid by tourist agencies or just get invited. Yeah. A lot of people get invited. Um, not saying that everybody that you see here no. was, but I'm just saying that it, it there, there's a lot of incentive for it people happens. to go to Chongqing. Yeah. And if you search... Uh, anything about China, you will start to see Chongqing popping up everywhere, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. And uh, one thing that they love, as if it's like this most incredible <laughs> miracle in the entire world, is that there's this building <laughs> where a train, like a monorail, goes through the building. Yeah. Okay, so I thought I'd uh, show you just a quick it's like smattering, a, a little Welcome smattering. To Chongqing. <laughs> like that, you would not get that in the UK. No way. This is incredible. I actually have no words. I honestly can't believe a train goes through an apartment block. Oh, look, a big building is also. So, now I'm going to go from there. It's going to go to the mountains. This is the city of Chongqing. The metro is not the monorail. It's going to go inside the building. We're going to go on subway line 2 to see the best views of the city before getting off at Lidzi Bar Station. At this stop, there is actually a viewing platform which will offer you some incredible views of the city because here the metro goes through a building. So what? <laughs> Dude, could they I, okay. not get one not polluted day? Yeah, no, that's, that's the one thing I wanted to point out is that when you see this Chongqing um, propaganda, it's usually night footage. Yes. And they always show that Hongya Dong building, you know, the yes. all lit up thing. And they show Chongqing at night because they turn all the LEDs on on all the buildings and it yeah. looks nice. It looks it futuristic. Yeah. But the problem is that even their propagandists that go out there to try and paint Chongqing as being this amazing place, they cannot catch a break. No. It's always polluted. And this is pollution, by the way. Yeah. It's not fog. If you go to the map and you search Chongqing, you will see how polluted it is most of yeah, the time. Yeah, we covered this last yeah, time at aqicn.org. Exactly. But it gets so bad. So anyway, um, 
the reason I decided to point this out is there's a little channel called Free China, and he recently did a video which really just pointed it out. There's another uh, shill that went very recently, okay, huh. to see this whole train thing, uh -huh. okay? So I, I just, the reason I'm talking about this is this is something that happened like a week ago. Okay. So people can try and say, oh, this is old footage. This is from a year ago. This is from three years ago. This is from like a few months ago. How about like a week ago or so? A building. Not this guy. Uh, we actually were just on that monorail. Just went just, the this is just another example. So now we're going to go outside and show it from the other side. Show the penetration. Yeah, everyone's just waiting for this one moment for the train goes through. And, uh... Oh, people are going to watch this train. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is... What is it called when, like, somebody says that you have to think something is cool and then so everyone thinks it's cool yeah what is that called it's it's That's called a phenomenon it's called like gaslighting or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean what it's pretty is. much yeah you, you will be impressed by this rail lining yeah Woo, go train. <laughs> this guy seemed kind I, of sarcastic I, I, about I think it, yeah. he's yeah i think he knows what's what's wow. what anyway now this is the one i was talking about okay Stop very recently yeah so uh, let's see. Welcome to the videos of the truth about China. Let's see. <laughs> That's so on the nose. Yes. Uh, I just want us to t take a look and see has the air quality improved? Okay. Because this, this is, is like, this is very recent, like a week or two ago, whatever. Videos very recent. Of the truth about China. Like we're standing here and discussing this, right? I, I don't know if I'm not that smart when it comes to buildings and architecture, I don't know, but I just don't understand how is this possible. Like this is so complicated, the train is literally going through apartment buildings, like not just one apartment, right? It's literally a whole floor and then it's not just the top of one apartment, there's like a whole different building at the back as well. I don't know how they do it, it is mind-blowing to even think about it. Like, I'm wondering if it's even that stable, but anyway. <laughs> so She, like, lost her train of thought there. Absolutely. I guess it is mind-blowing, you know, for her. But uh, let's take a look, because she has a little montage of traveling there. So I thought, hey, let's take a look. Okay. Maybe maybe it's improved. Let's, okay. let's see. Let's, let's take a look. Quick look. Nope. <laughs> Imagine this is your propaganda. Look at the view. Look at the view. Yeah, look, look the view. the view. Do is we have that, a soundbite for look the view? We don't, oh. unfortunately. But this is supposed to be like, I'm going to show you how amazing China is, the truth about China, this. China, you had something so good when we were just going around not working for the government, <laughs> filming our documentaries, meeting real people in China. We yeah. showed beautiful China. Yep. We showed the stuff that wasn't getting any attention. You keep highlighting this trash. This stupid this train. trash cities with trash trains and trash pollution. Yeah. Nobody's impressed by this. No, this, you can't, it's not possible to be impressed by this no. This particular scene. Look at it. You, you know, it's that sky. Train subway station here in Chongqing. It is so cool. By the way, I have never felt so many people stare at me. I feel pretty cool. That was really cool to see. I was like, Marco what are all Polo. these people staring at? That was actually just cool. But yeah, this is an apartment yes. Yes. building. No, they don't, nobody wants, the Chinese government doesn't want anyone to talk to them. Nope. So... I mean, I just thought everyone's getting so excited about this. <laughs> yeah. Like, but why? I don't it's know, nothing. But I just don't understand this is Florida. how it is possible. Open in 1971. So I don't know how they do it. It is mind-blowing to even think about it. 
It is mind blowing if you think about it, right? Yeah. A train going through it. a building. I just can't believe it. Yeah. It's incredible. Look at this. Yeah. I like that. You would not get that in the UK. No way. No. This is incredible. I actually have no words. I honestly can't believe a train goes through an apartment block. How about a hotel lobby? What about this random train in Ohio? <laughs> oh my god! I don't know, but I just don't understand how is this possible. Like, this is so complicated. The train is literally going through building. I don't know how they do it. It is mind-blowing to even think about it. Yeah. I like that. You would not get that in the UK. No way. This is incredible. I don't know, but I just don't understand how is this possible. Like, this is so complicated. A train is literally going through building. I don't know how they do it. It is mind-blowing to even think about it. Yeah, okay, before we get to that, I just wanted to point out how absolutely absurd this idea of something going through something is, is mind-blowing. I, I, I honestly think it's gaslighting. It is, because, okay... Who cares? A, tr a monorail going through um, that, okay? Uh. It's not special. Because let me just mm. spoil it for everyone. We've had underground trains for the longest time. They go through the ground. They go through underneath cities. They yeah. go through yeah. everything. That's more impressive. You know what's more impressive is digging a tunnel through a freaking mountain. Yeah. Never mind building an apartment building and a monorail at the same time. By the way, there's a lot of misinformation about this. Yeah. This was built um, together. Mm -hmm. Okay? So it was like, we're just going to build the apartment building and the monorail as one thing. We saw some shills that were coming up with these random stories about how they had to come to an agreement about... Yeah, land disputes. I was here first. No, I came. And, and then they oh, agreed. they And also the apartment building was there, but then they retrofitted it and changed it. No, no, all, no, no. It true. was all just built at the yeah. same time. And it's nothing impressive. If um, To just help this little uh, Buddha Macy understand over here, okay? It's What's by, that mean just in um, It means farm girl. Oh. Just, you know, she's definitely... Farm girl. Just buy a muckluck, okay? All you do in order to pull this off, this amazing technology, is you use concrete and you use rebar and you use Western construction standards that were introduced into China in the recent past and you can build this. This is very easy to do. You know what's really interesting too? I was doing a little research on this and I found a lot of coordinated campaigns for this particular train thing but not only that i found a lot of coordinated campaign people on places like quora and stuff yes. that would immediately reply to anyone that said in specifically wow i would hate to live in that building it must be so loud and it would get immediate replies saying a lot of care and attention was put into the sound deadening material so it's no louder than a dishwasher it was like over and over again yeah. everywhere yeah they're trying really to funny. just completely uh whitewash this they don't need yeah. to whitewash it the sky does it for them um <laughs> you know smog washing. Yeah, exactly smog washing. you know this uh, gate yeah. tower building in japan okay yeah. That is something that is a result of a, a land dispute from like ages, yeah, that's from like the Meiji goes. era or something. And they were like, okay, they came to a compromise. Let's just build it together. And that highway tunnel is actually suspended on a bridge. It doesn't touch the building in any way. Right. So it doesn't carry vibra vibrations through, etc. Oh. That's been very well planned. Yeah. That particular thing. I but, think it, I think maybe just don't build stuff through stuff if it's unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. This only happened because of a land dispute. Sure. 
The one in Chongqing was built just, you just, know. It's like just a party it. trick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't have yeah. to happen. But you know what it has um, definitely done is it has exposed, first of all, a massive propaganda push. Whenever yes. you see that Chongqing train thing going through a building, you know that's something to do with promoting China. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And it's also just shown everybody how crappy the air quality in Chongqing is. Because yeah. These are literally people going there to try and show you how cool China is. Yeah. They would not film if there was a better day to film. They would not film on that day, but that's no. all they got. That's well, what got. they got. I mean, we tracked the pollution last time, right? Yeah. And it was just bad every day. Yeah, they're literally like, rains. holy crap. By the way, these, these are different channels from visiting at different times of year, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and you can see every time, every single time, the train, I mean... This this particular one over here is like three years ago. This is what happens when a city gets a propaganda push, by the way. Yeah. This like, in, by the way, there's a huge push um, to get Indian dudes now to go out and do propaganda yeah. for China. It's and massive. And dudettes. I found a, a, fem yeah. a female-led channel. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. Chongqing is the next big propaganda push, so you're going to see more and more videos and things about Chongqing. It being in the future. Yeah, and, all that and stuff. remember... Uh, when you see those pretty, pretty like lights at night, they film at night for a reason, yeah. and this is the reason right here: yeah. is that it is horribly polluted, and they don't want you to see that. Uh, There's a good comment from Eastwood 400. He said that um, the mm -hmm. train is no louder than a 5G AI nuclear battery-powered <laughs> dishwasher. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's get to the PLA uh, People's Legit Army. People's Legit Army. They dropped a new song. They did, by the way, and they have uh, their uh, another troop. Okay. Another troupe put together a new song and dance for us. I hope you guys enjoy today's people, People's Legit Army. Okay, let's get right into it. In fact, I'll get us out of there if you don't mind. By the way, the source of this Japan footage was only in Japan. Great oh, channel. Hold on. Pause that real quick. What, what was the source? Oh, yeah, the source. <laughs> My source is that I made it the f*** up. You but no, sir, yeah, know, seriously. Know, anyway, let's, uh, let's People's continue. Legit Army. Yeah. Close your eyes. Make a wish. I'll make love to you like you want me to And I hold you tight, baby, all through the night I'll make love Beautiful rendition. Yeah, not too bad. They're I kind of great. I kind of miss Chomp Gnome though, so I think you, we might have well, to bring him back. Chomp Gnome can't be there every time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. But that's, it was good. Excellent. So I am. It is now. Sorry. Now it's time for us to move on to our main segment, everybody, which of course is the Soft Power Hour, where we talk about how China is there to change your mind. And this next segment is important. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's not funny. No, it's it's unfortunately not fun. It's very serious. So let's just start by letting um letting her introduce herself. Sorry. Or what happened. <laughs> yeah. At what that I moment, I had already known that someone was re-uploading my YouTube content to Chinese social media websites, which was annoying, but didn't bother me too much. But when I went to check the links this person sent me alongside their message, I was shocked. Yeah, 
Yeah. So this is what happened. And by the way, the link to this video is down below. We want you um, after the show or or you can open yeah. another tab. We want you to go over there and say the China show sent you. Yeah. Give her a little bit of support because she's in a bit of a hard uh, situation right now. Uh, she's not a big YouTuber. She's no. a small time YouTuber. And she just got alerted by some of her followers that her uh, image was being used on Chinese mm -hmm. social media. Yeah. Um, We're going to go through this, but yeah. I, I want to show you this real quick. This yeah. is her. She doesn't speak Chinese, by the way. Um, and I'm looking in the comments here in our chat, and I, I actually wanted to do this first before mm. we ran out. I want to see what people were going to say. Okay. Guess what? What? People are saying, wow, she speaks Chinese, right? It's she, not her. She doesn't speak Chinese. This is not just a re-upload. Mm -hmm. This is not just a person pretending to be someone. This is not just using an AI model to make someone have a face filter that looks like you. Like we could do a face swap. Sure, 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 right? sure. This is a girl that is online, separate from the China Chinese internet, that has been used to make hundreds if not thousands of accounts that make her speak like her normal voice yeah. in Chinese to promote Chinese propaganda. Yeah, so it's insane. they've taken her image and her voice yeah. and they've cloned it using AI and they've created new personas yeah. on the Chinese internet. Everything you see here is fake. That's fake, that's fake, that's fake. Some of it's very convincing. It as, looks real as, as hell. As you'll see. We'll continue to yeah. play a little bit here. All fake. See this? I, I find the craziest thing is, yes, you can, we all know you can do a deep fake and stuff like yeah. that, right? But this is to a point where it has realistic motion and the voice is speaking a different language in her voice with yes. the, the way that she would move her mouth mm. in the videos. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. This is not Olga. Her name is April and she's been living in China for eight years. She has my voice, my face, and she speaks fluent Mandarin. And here's Natasha. She's a 31-year-old Russian woman who decided to come to China to sell and advertise Russian food. I kept checking the links, terrified to realize that there's not one, but an army of my clones, each getting thousands of likes and comments. But the worst part of the story, and I didn't give it another thought until I saw my face circulating in Chinese social media. I then translated the videos with Google Translate and figured out the most terrifying part. The narratives my clones were voicing sounded like blatant propaganda. Every single account that used my face seemed to have a hidden agenda that they were pushing. Where she likes saying how much she likes Russia and how much Russia needs Chinese economic support. And let's see what she actually has to say in regards to it. Russian people will always remember. I really appreciate China. While everyone else is moving away from Russia, only China. Can I just pause that for you? Uh, you understand? You realize she's Ukrainian. Yeah, we'll get to that in a sec because she, she points yeah, that out. Of course, but you realize she's Ukrainian, yes. and they're using her as a Russian propagandist on yes. Chinese social media, with, along with Putin. Yes. So this actually <laughs> tracks perfectly well for us <laughs> yeah. because right mm. now what we are seeing is a lot of the. Um, a lot of the people that work for the Chinese government, so Canadians, Americans. Yeah, uh, specifically, there's a lot of Canadians. A lot of Canadians for some yeah. reason. You have Brits. You have mm -hmm. people from all over the world, right? But mm -hmm. these, we call them shills, right? The people that are CCP apologists. Yeah. 
<clears throat> we saw them all of a sudden do also doing uh, Russian propaganda. Yes, pro-Russia propaganda. And we covered this ages back, mm. but we saw this almost, there was a conduit, a specific conduit channel we saw that this was happening through. And then yeah. all of a sudden now they're doing both. So this tracks perfectly with what we've been seeing the shills do. Yeah. And so what they've done is effectively repurpose this Ukrainian woman and made her into a fake Russian through AI and made her do something that she potentially doesn't believe in. Not potentially. 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 I'm saying like this could be used across the across the gamut. Maybe maybe they can make you do something that you love. Maybe yeah, they make sure. me rollerblading. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm, just, I mean? I'm just saying in, yes. this, in, this, in case, this case, they're yes. 100% making her do something she doesn't believe in. Correct. Okay, let's see. China is behind the quiet support. When other countries reject Russian stuff, it's your support to help Russia meet its immediate needs. China and Russia are good neighbors. China-Russia friendship lasts forever. And then she proceeds to advertise her Russian candies. And you can actually go here and you can buy the candies that she's advertising, which is kind of crazy because, for example, I haven't like I haven't made even like a one dollar from YouTube at the moment. And she already uses my face. They already use my face to make profit. And this is the other clone. Uh, her name's April. And the storyline that they came up with for her is that she's been uh, studying in China and then she decided to stay in this country because she likes China so much. I think China is the most powerful country. I like. Yeah, look at that's, that. That's important to point out. I think China is the most powerful country. I like China. Do you welcome Russian girls to marry in China? Friends, I'm here. I think like, and I, and I don't know, I, I'd love to talk to her at some point, but yeah. I think uh, she's done a great job of pointing out the different uses that these avatars yeah. or these personas that have been created are being used. These clones of her. The clones. That's uh, what they are. They're just clones. They're, clones, they're copies right? of her. I do think that people are using them for money-making purposes. However, like with a candy thing, yeah. these are definitely very heavy in the propaganda side of things. Yeah. And I say that because a lot of these accounts are saying things that would lure Chinese people into a nationalist trap. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, I bet Russian girls will come to China to marry Chinese, right? That's a common thing that you yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like promoting the, the relationship between Russia and China. And there's a reason yeah. they're doing that right now. And that's because the rest of the world has looked at what Russia's done in Ukraine. Yeah. Has looked at what China's been doing on the global stage, period. Yep. And said, wow, this is getting pretty bad. They've pretty much just got each other now. Yeah. Right? So this promotion of this relationship is incredibly important to both of those countries. And I think the reason they chose her is she looks like what the stereotypical idea of a Russian in China is. Yeah. We know this, having been up, uh, up north on the border of Russia, um, you get that. People used to mistake us for Russians all the time. But, all the, every time I was up there. But the idea in China of a Russian woman is always a blonde-haired, kind of blue-eyed, you know, girl. Yes. But I mean, like, anywhere you're up there, it mm. was always, I was always, because I used to live up north, I was yeah. always mistaken as a Russian. A lot of people knew some Russian words, and they would say them to me, and I'd be like, what are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. I speak Chinese. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she obviously fits that typecast that they're yeah. looking for, and they thought, okay, we're going to use her as a Russian woman who says China's amazing, yes. and Russian-China friendship needs to grow. And, you know, it's spread. They just decided this is the this is the typical image. Let's copy her. China. Yeah. And she's saying, do you welcome Russian girls to marry in China? And she's saying, I yeah, let's look at some of these. I know she's reading them, but let's look at them ourselves. I hope the Sino-Russian friendship will last forever. Straight in line with what we've been seeing. Yeah. Why do Russian girls love something, probably China, you know? Yeah. Do you like such a Russian? I hope the Sino-Russian friendship. Yeah, why do, 
Why do Russian girls like China so much? Last forever. And what's interesting is that it's not only Latasha and April. There's also dozens of other clones that you can see right here. And all of these clones is what you guys have been sending me. Because some people have been sending me all of these different accounts that I didn't even know existed. In the hundreds of videos that I've watched, the majority of my clones seem to talk about how great the relationship between Russia and China is and how much Russia needs Chinese economic support. It seems like the main narrative of these clones is to strengthen the relationship between these two countries, presenting me or my clone as a Russian POV. As a Ukrainian, this has obviously been infuriating for me. After all, my family has to hide during air raid sirens and hundreds of thousands of my fellow Ukrainians are getting displaced, injured or killed because of the Russian attacks and now I'm seeing the copy of myself, my clone, advocating and sympathizing with the Russian Federation. I don't even know if someone's writing the scripts for these fake videos. Like, having read so much Russian propaganda in my life, this almost feels like some official endeavor, which is very similar to Russian troll armies on Twitter. But the truth is, it can also be a fully automated model where everything starting from the script is automated. They can scale this clone to hundreds of copies and then some of them can become viral and then you can generate more engagement by just sticking to the most successful storylines. If you check the recommended videos next to my fakes, you can actually see tons of videos with girls whose faces look kind of unnatural and filtered which actually reveals that they're also fake. Actually, you might have been copied there as well and have no idea, just like I didn't know before someone noticed me there and told me about it. Real influencers put their AI digital clones in live streams where the clone is reviewing the products, the influencer... Yeah, she's talking about in China. Yeah. Uh, also, don't forget, as we've told you all before, all social media people and influencers in China use face filters, yes. all of them, yeah. 100%. So if you see something looking a little unnatural, it's normal because you expect that the person's using a face it's filter. It's also explained away, Yeah, right? You'd be like, oh, of course, that's not AI, it just looks like a face filter. So yeah, even if you were to see her clone and think, yeah. hey, there's something fishy here, you would put it down to a face filter and you wouldn't put it down to it being AI, which yeah. is, makes it even worse, Yes, you know? Uh, what she's explaining here is that it's quite common in China at the moment while live streamers are doing live streams, they'll have like multiple live streams going at the mm -hmm. same time. So they'll have their main live stream and then they'll also live stream their AI clone selling the product, you know, so you can go buy on a different stream type thing. So it's it's something that happens in China, which is kind of crazy. Answer is supposed to review. And then they're going to be able to generate even more revenue and more views without actually participating themselves in the live stream. Yeah, so go back to that. I just want to freeze frame. I want to talk a little bit about this. Yeah. So we kind this of... This one over here? Oh, it doesn't matter. We can okay. put, maybe put her back on. Yeah, I'll put her um, clones. Yeah, put her clones back on. Now, this yeah. is something that we have seen inklings of through Chinese state propaganda. Uh, yeah. What we've seen is that they have used, and this has usually been very sloppy. Yeah. But in the beginning of all this, what they were doing is, we and we saw Xinhua do this. Uh, we saw a People's Daily, mm -hmm. like big top Chinese state outlets. Using AI models. Yes, very bad ones. Very bad ones, but use, using baked in like free trial versions of voices. And one common one that we used to hear all the time 
was um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson's <laughs> yeah, voice. voice. Over, he was the Confucius. Remember over, the AI but, Confucius? But he was on a bunch of videos. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was the voice of many things. And this was kind of the first inkling we had ages and ages and ages ago that this was this yeah. was about to be a thing. Yeah. What happened was, and just the, the nature of AI in general, is that things snowball and compound faster than any tech that we've seen before because it's self-learning, it's self-improving, mm-hmm. and it's constantly evolving. Sure. So we're now seeing it get to the point where Oh, you know, this uh, this big scandal because there's a, a lewd video of a celebrity that was deep faked into something to where it can be scaled to the thousands in minutes, technically, mm-hmm. sure. with anybody. Because before, what it would do is it would take tons and tons of Hollywood footage or tons and tons of social media posts and have to really work really hard to combine all those mm-hmm. things. Now, according to her, there's a Chinese company that only charges about $1,000. Yeah. And all they need is about a minute of footage of you. Yeah, and then they can generate your AI fake, which you can then just write a script and it says it. Correct. And then you can get AI to duplicate those and replicate those for different purposes. Yes. And this has happened with a girl that has a very small YouTube following, like, yeah. I said, like we that's, said earlier. That's why it was so successful. If it had yeah. been a big celebrity, sure. it would have been caught out earlier. Right. And then maybe something could be done about it. But here's the thing. There is nothing she can do about it. No. Because if you try to somehow take some legal action in China, it's impossible as a foreigner outside of China to do this. Yes. Even a, a foreigner inside of China. Yes. It's just impossible. You can't do it. There's one even worse part of this. What's that? And that's if, worst case scenario, which I believe to be true, mm-hmm. let's say this is a state-involved thing that involves mm-hmm. both Russia and China's propaganda outlets or some other department in China mm-hmm. and Russia doing this. Yeah. There would never be legal recourse ever. No. This would be a way to weaponize people against their own country yeah. and to use them for domestic propaganda as well. Yeah. And that's dystopia. It's bad. It's really bad. This whole situation is bloody awful. So uh, again, the link to her video is in the description. We'd love for you to go over to her video, maybe leave her a supportive comment, give her a thumbs up and uh, uh, the China show sent yeah, to Her me. name's Olga. I think she, mm-hmm. if she could become a great precedent to get this information out there, mm. because this is like, this is a new frontier of this, something no one's ready for. This is a canary in the coal mine. Yeah. Is what yeah. this is. She is. So you can see this happening and it's still at the point where you can kind of tell it's fake that's going to go away soon where you I mean, won't that could be, be months to. months yeah. before that's like it's it could be a mm. couple months and then it's 100 percent believable because we went from will smith eating spaghetti yeah. which is just nightmare fuel yeah. ai right <laughs> it's all yeah, crazy yeah. and stuff to this yes in a very short amount of time correct and the voice thing is mm. the craziest part because you have people speaking fluent languages they don't even speak yeah you're able to put words in people's mouths, create faces, and people that are not real anymore. And I think we're getting to a point where we're get, we're living in a post-truth world, something I've been trying to cover on my channel quite a bit. Mm-hmm. With the amount of social media that people consume, the amount of short-form media, and all these other things that have really changed people's perspective on what they can even pay attention to anymore, right. post a post-truth world, I think, is very close around the corner. Yeah. Um, to where it doesn't matter if things are real or not anymore because people just scroll past it. Yeah, it's you know, true. It's you, you might watch this and think, oh, yeah. China and Russia, friendship is great, and then yeah. move on. And you move thing. on. Uh, and that's ingrained in your mind. Meanwhile, you've been told that by a completely fictional, made-up Chinese propaganda thing. Now, again, this is twofold. 
it's being used obviously as a way to sell goods and things. So yeah. there's a commercial um, reason to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it can be private individuals who are like, hey, you know what? We can just use this woman's face and voice to sell knockoff candies, right? Yes. Let's do that. Easy. And we can do this whole like China-Russia friendship thing to generate simps to give us yes. money. You know, like you see all this stuff about like, do Russians like China marrying Chinese men and stuff like that? So all the Chinese men watching all these these live streams and stuff will be like, hey, I got a chance. I'm going to send her an online gift. I'm going to buy her goods. You know, it's that whole getting that sort of side of things, which, you know, the live streaming in general around the world is kind of all about that. But, you know, there's that side of it. But at the other side, there is 100% a possibility that this is linked to the Chinese government because this is the kind of propaganda they want. Yes. And if it's not linked to them, they absolutely love this and will endorse it by not taking action. Yes. You know, yes. because... That's actually a good point. There's something that everybody tends to forget, and that is that the Chinese internet is the most censored and monitored internet in the entire world. Yeah. Nothing happens on the Chinese internet unless it's approved by the Chinese That's government. That's correct. That's correct. So, you know, the fact that this is going on means that the Chinese government has seen it and has been like, okay, this is cool. We like this. They will only ever allow things that don't go against their narrative, right? Yes. So just bear that in mind. Yeah, I just want to pull up something real quick. Sure. Um, what are you pulling up? So China... If we look at Internet Freedom Index, which I think is important, and I think it really goes to show your point that mm. everything has to be approved. Yes. China's Internet Freedom Index is nine out of 100. And in, in fact, it ranks at the very bottom of the entire world out of every country in the world. Yeah. And we, we're not including countries like North Korea because they basically have an intranet, right? Mm -hmm. It's not really an internet for, for public consumption. The internet in China is effectively its own domestic guarded Dude, walled off thing yeah they if anything is on there that they don't like they block entire yes. uh, words and they block their own national anthem yes when yes. sections of the national yes. anthem were being used as a protest, protest. <laughs> they blocked their own national, the anthem. You, national you could not anthem. search it yeah you could not on the internet um peng shui anything anything that's a little bit controversial yeah. it's small from small to big something bad happens you know they they just completely blank it out. Yes. Okay. So if there was anything that they didn't want, it'd be blanked out. So they Correct. want. This so, is something they want. So to finish this off, something she said mm. in her video was that China uh, effectively came up with an idea for a, uh, a law, which means that someone has to have written consent to be able to be made a copy of yes. through AI. That law never came to fruition. No. Right. So... There's no recourse for this. Yeah. There's no, I think the, I think, again, I think to go back to, if this is a state decision yeah. from China and Russia, it doesn't matter if there was a law put in place because this is what they're using for propaganda now. Yeah, exactly. That's effed up. You know, it's really effed up is using an, a Ukrainian to do Russian propaganda with images of Putin. It's so crazy to up. me that it seems on purpose. That's like getting, um, you know, a famous Jewish person yeah. to do Nazi propaganda. Yes, yes. it is. It is. It, no, it absolutely is. It's it's, it's mid conflict. If they took Anne Frank, yeah. and made her with Hitler together yeah. and be like Endorsing. Nazis are great or something yeah. like that. Yep. That's what this is. That's what we're. That's can, where we're at right can now. Can people not see how evil this is? Yes. For lack of a better word. Yes. Right. This is what China is doing. This is what the Chinese propaganda machine is doing. 
And they're being allowed to do it without repercussions. They're being allowed to spread malicious lies across the internet. And everyone's like, oh, that's fine. I don't understand how the world has been so lenient on both of these countries in terms of allowing them to get away with things like yeah, that. Yeah, especially the hijinks they get up to yeah. on social media platforms abroad, which they have, by the way, banned in their own country, right. like Twitter. Oh, yeah, never forget that. Yeah, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, all, you YouTube. know, YouTube. What all. you're watching on yeah. right now is yeah. blocked in you China. You cannot access it from China. It's Yet not allowed. they can. State media accounts use it all the time yeah. so that you can see propaganda yes. from China. As long as it's a useful tool for propaganda, they use it and they take advantage of the loopholes. It's disgusting. It's insane. Yeah. Anyway. Wake up, world. Wake yeah. up. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for us to move on to our next segment today, which is, uh, what is our next segment today? Well, let's find out. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull it up. Give me a second. We're not done yet, guys. We ain't done yet. We and got something fun. Please, before we move on to the next segment again, please seriously go over and show a little bit of support. Because, for sure. I actually pinned it in the chat. Yeah. Just, just imagine that you were cloned and used for nefarious propaganda stuff against your morals and your own like way of life. Yes. So she needs a little bit of a So yeah, the China show sent to you mm -hmm. and uh, show her some love. Absolutely. Now, next, we're going to do Beyond the Great Firewall. And this is a new segment, by the way. Pause it right there. Oh, it's, and it's funny. It's funny. Um, <laughs> kind of. No, it's funny. Yeah, it's oh, funny. Oh, yeah, but it's also pretty mean. It's, <laughs> anyway. It's funny from, yes. a, like, from a mean point of view. Yes. Now, listen, <laughs> yeah. here's the deal. We got this new segment mm -hmm. um, with these suggestions from our beautiful audience. Yep. Um, Beyond the Great Firewall is where we use our language skills to take you past the firewall in China and show what people are consuming in China. Yes. What's going viral in China, what people are enjoying on the internet. Mm -hmm. And usually that revolves around viral media. And right now on Douyin, which is Chinese TikTok, mm -hmm. there is a massive, huge <clears throat> viral push, not a push, but a viral uh, uh, <coughs> repertoire of content <coughs> right. about flight stewardess or air stewardess or air flight hostess. attendants. Yeah, yeah, flight what, attendants. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and it's funny because it all comes to a crux because it starts off as rather fun and whatever. And it <coughs> yeah. goes to like this obsession with flight attendants around the world. And yeah. it goes into some very mean things. But well, I'm going to start off with what is going viral that isn't so mean first. Okay, so, so let's if you pull up the Chinese internet right now, mm -hmm. There's a lot of videos that go around showing different flight stewardess or air hostesses or whatever you want to call them around the world. Yeah. How they close airplane doors. I'm in a very weird spot right there. Oh, you are. How they close airplane doors. Okay. All right. So this is America. So they show a woman from America. Then if we have this is uh, Russia. We have Japan. Right showing the different countries around the world, how they close the airplane doors. This is how it was. This, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's not a deep fake. Yeah. This, this is India. India. I wouldn't have known otherwise. Yeah. yeah. This is Thailand. Mm -hmm. This is Malaysia, Malaysia. What a, biz what a bizarre, like... Uh, what a weird trend. It's like a fetish or something. I mean, it is and it isn't. Because... Mm -hmm. uh, Indies, so Indonesia. Uh, Indonesia. So, mm -hmm. it is and it isn't. It mm -hmm. comes off like that, Philippines. Mm -hmm. It comes off like that, but it's so wildly popular. And there's men and women in the comment section, right? And it, I think there's actually some... That's Canada. 
there's some genuine interest in how things work outside the world. And I think we can explain this away. Is China. Yeah. China. And that's because most Chinese people don't get a chance to go abroad. No, they don't. So this is a way of international travel in a way. Yeah, yeah. You get to see the outside world, right? Yep. That being said, mm -hmm. this gets weird because there is this <laughs> video yep. of this older woman from America, a, uh, a, a flight attendant, mm -hmm. right? That is in thousands and thousands of Douyin videos, yeah. right? And it's all surrounding the same story. And that is... Why uh, Chinese flight attendants are beautiful and fair-skinned and why Americans use middle-aged aunties. And when they say middle-aged aunties, they're actually talking about old women, yeah. right? And it starts off as like a genuine curiosity question, but it's like this really mean thing about how China is so much better than America because America has old flight attendants. I'm not even joking. Like right. it's, it's in thousands and thousands of videos of the same clip, right? So I just wanted to show you uh, a... a you know, a cookie cutter format that you'll see. It says Chinese flight attendants all have fair skin, long, are all fair skin, long legged beauties, right? You know, they're not wrong. Yes, but I did. Did I say they're wrong? No, I'm no. just saying they're not wrong. But, but there's, a, there's a reason they're doing but this. Before we even get into this, uh, we do have to talk about the fact that China has discriminatory hiring practices, Correct. but legally. Yeah. So if you're a boss and you want to hire someone, you can specify they must be, they must weigh how much, yep. how tall they are, they must be good looking, or you know, you can say this much hair length, this not, you know, it must have light skin. Yep. That you can put down in your job advert, and yes. it's legal. Yeah. And then. They'll measure you and be like, you're not tall enough. You can't get this job. You cannot apply for this job. By the way, a resume in China, not just about flight attendants. Yeah, for a everything. A resume for everything, you must include your picture. Yes. Uh, I've told the story before, but I used to um, help with hiring at a school mm -hmm. that I used to work at. And so people would send in their resume. Uh, especially Americans didn't like this. They hated this. And you're like, sorry, but you need to include a picture. And they're like, that's discrimination, etc. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. you know. That's China. There's nothing we could do about that. That's how China operates. And they yep. do operate that way. They do. You yeah. know? So anyway, let's... Uh, Let's see where this goes. American attendants are old aunties whose wrinkles could trap and kill flies. Uh, this is kind of a newer phrase. It's kind of mean. But, it's kind of yeah, mean. This is the clip I'm talking could about. Could be your grandma, bro. Like, you know? Yes. So they keep showing this one. Doesn't the airline industry cater to the youth? And they keep showing <laughs> doesn't this. The, doesn't the airline industry cater to the youth? Well, it means like, isn't it a young industry, like for young people? You know what I mean? Are they talking about the people that go fly? It's, it's both. The way so I is read this, this a club? Do you need to have like sexy dancers in the club or something? Well, this is how they portray it. Yeah, right? okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Flight attendants are all graceful and beautiful. They wear uniforms, have elegant manners, and warm, thoughtful service to make people feel like a spring breeze. Continue. Yeah, okay. I'll explain. All right. What's surprising is that the USA, which claims to have the world's strongest airline, do they? Do they though? It's called what, American Airlines. It's like I've never heard that before. No, neither have I. Oh, American Airlines is the strongest <laughs> that's airline. What, that's, what I, that's what we go actually what as Americans. Hell? We go around saying that. I've all the never time. heard that before. I'm it's made this, up nonsense. I met this guy the other day from yeah. Slovenia, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, tell tell me about tell me a little bit about Slovenia. And I immediately cut him off and I said, Tell me about their airline. Yeah. And he was like, 
I don't even know if we have. I say, yeah, exactly. America's the strongest airline in the world. That's <laughs> what I said. I can picture you saying that. I pushed him in the mud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, haha, your airline sucks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Our American airlines. <laughs> you know? That's what I said. Who the hell says that? Anyway, okay. So apparently, Chinese people. I like how they don't show an American airline, by the way. It's <laughs> no. It's Dutch airline. KLM? Yeah, it's Dutch. I like, yeah. So apparently, Chinese so, yeah, people, according to the Chinese internet, think yes. that America. Is goes around saying that the USA has the strongest yes. airline. Yes. Do well, we? Yeah. Okay. Let's so it says um, the stewardesses have ordinary looks, and actually, yeah. what they mean by that is that they're ugly. That's, that's what they're implying. That's what they're implying, here, right? And that, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Lots of them have gray hair and wrinkles on their faces, and they keep using this clip. They of keep this using woman. that same woman was filmed by was, somebody. It's actually no. This is this woman. It was part of a documentary. Oh, it was. And they keep clipping it. Out so, and using it in thousands of Douyin videos to be like, look how ugly and old stewardesses in America. What? I feel really bad for it's, her. She's yeah. like, she's obviously I, like, I mean, that's good for a long time. That's good. That means that yeah. you know she's, she's able to hold a job and, and yeah. do her thing, and you know, that's kind of part of the American thing is not to discriminate as long as people can do the job. Right? Yes. Yeah. And that's I think it's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Sure. Continue. Okay. So look. This mm -hmm. is pervasive. Yeah. There's influencer after influencer. I was like, why in China are our flight attendants so beautiful, but in America they're old IEs or aunties, right? Yeah. And by the way, that fly thing, that fly cam was very rude. It is very yeah. rude, yeah. It's I mean, like, it could it could be your grandma. Okay. Pause there. So there's yeah. there's different versions of this. So there's that whole thing where they say mean stuff and they're like, look, it's because America's bad. And I've actually seen ones that said America's crumbling and China's on the up and up. So you should feel lucky as a Chinese person yes. that we have beautiful flight attendants. It means our country is prosperous, but America's poor and bad. Yeah. Right? It, it spiraled out of control. That's how it goes. But yeah. they also use her in these things. It's like, let's look at American uh, uh uh, stewardesses, or oh, sorry, let's look at stewardesses of different countries. First, they show America, and they use yeah. her again. Yeah, poor, poor old girl. Yeah. Hindu. And then it goes India, and it, yeah. And it's weird. It only kind of slams America in these videos. Yeah. This is Ethiopia. So they show uh, attractive women in every country except for America. They show like older women. Yeah, in yeah. all these videos, and then they're like, "This is China," mm -hmm. and they show like this. <laughs> Pause it there. The sound effect. Pause that there. Yeah, go back. Okay, I'll right go there. back a little bit. So because of this, there's this trend, right, of showing that one particular older woman mm -hmm. who's still a stewardess. And I'll, I'll give credit to some of the commenters. Some of the commenters. We're saying she's 82 years old. She's still working. That's actually a success, successful country where someone can be able-bodied and mm. want to work. That's a good thing. It's sure. a good sign. And some people are like, really mean, right? This is horrible. What a terrible country America is because of these old... I don't want to look at old ladies when I'm on planes, right? So there was kind of battling between that. However, mm -hmm. it devolved. Yeah. And so when you're scrolling through this trend yeah. of the the American, it's called uh, the American uh, air hostess in Chinese, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the trend. Then all of a sudden you get people's cell phone videos, not the documentary clip anymore. You get okay. people's cell phone videos. Oh, I took this on an American airline. Yeah, exactly. and it shows an older woman with these sound effects yeah, and the soundtrack. I, 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 I didn't add that. No, I'm sure no. you didn't. <laughs> This one, 
Um, this particular video, go back. Yeah. I want to read that. Okay. I, I didn't have time to translate it. So it says, um, when she was young, she was a, a air hostess, right? Mm -hmm. Now she's a, 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 an air grandmother, right? So yeah. these clips are going around with these kind of not very nice clownish sound effects. <laughs> and they're all over the place. So now it's a trend to, to film American old hostesses, air hostesses. Yeah. And then post them on Douyin. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, <clears throat> if you if you feel that way, you should, you know, for all politeness, you should probably keep that in your heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll be honest, like the first time I flew on a plane in America, I was kind of shocked at like the state of the air hostesses compared to everywhere else I've traveled in the world because, you know, that's the way America is. Yep. It's just all about, you know, you... <clears throat> There's no discrimination. It's also the, way deeper than that. It's about yeah. unions. It's about yeah. that uh, it's not an attractive job for younger people. Yeah, I get it. Uh, there's a huge thing. But, you know, like you go to uh, various other countries, Singapore or all these mm -hmm. different countries. They have like air hostess schools where they teach yeah. them. China they basically too. breed them to be a specific look in a specific yeah. way. And it's, it's something that couldn't fly in America because no. of the anti-discrimination laws. You know, yeah. that's the thing. You kind of have to be from a discriminating country. Yeah. You know. Yeah. To have uh, pretty air hostesses. Yeah. And you know that's something that it's was an ecosystem really. It, it, you know, the America was like that in the '60s and so yeah. on. You know, and things yeah. changed. So yeah. you know, it is what it is. But you know, you don't need to be mean about it. Is what no, I'm I think I mean, the whole point I wanted to show you is that this is a phenomenon on the Chinese internet. But yeah, yeah. what was interesting was there's you know there's comments and support, and it's actually backfiring a little bit because they're trying to use this for nationalism. A lot of people, people in China aren't dumb, right? Yeah, they're like, well, I think this is really nice. This is like a successful society. Sure, sure. Um, but there's a comment there, like for example, an example of a bad one says like, uh, I the best way I could translate this is uh, should sh doesn't she pass the scrapping law? Mm -hmm. Like because in China, if a car is older than like twelve years, years you have or whatever, to scrap it. Has it yeah. to be, so they're saying she's so old, she should be put out to pass or like scrapped. Which yeah. is that's just not nice things. No, say. no, yeah. just being just people being mean. But again, the fact that it's uh, become a huge thing on uh, Chinese internet and it's being allowed to happen means it's being endorsed. But let's tie this back to the main the main event of our yes. show. What I did notice that this does have nefarious purposes. So as fun as this segment is supposed to be. You have a situation where people are genuinely interested in why American air hostesses are old and why Chinese ones are all pretty, right? Yeah. But at the same time, when I started to notice this anti-American kind of tilt on the whole thing and how it's about crumbling society versus a successful society in China, yeah. I also noticed a massive amount of promoting Russian air hostesses. Mm -hmm. And with the with the uh, tilt, tilt on that being China and Russia's friendship is so good, so we support the beautiful air hostesses of Russia. Yeah. See how that works? Yeah. Pro-Russia, anti-America. There's always a propaganda kind of tilt on this they stuff. They seem to always, always use this same clip of this yeah. one air hostess. And it's everywhere. Yeah. So again, it's never just an internet trend in China. I think this goes to your point about mm -hmm. China endorses things it doesn't block. And if something exists on the Chinese internet, it exists for a reason many yeah. times. Absolutely. If it if it's not supposed to be there, it's not there. If they don't like it, it's not there. If they like it, it's there. Yes. It's that simple. Yes. All right. So uh, that's what's happening beyond the Great Firewall. Correct. You know, um, what we have now next is a little plug for our friend, Jordan Harbinger. Big friend of the show. Yes. And by the way, this is not a paid advertisement. This no, is no, no. Friend. It's just a friend. So by the way, 
hate his thumbnails. Worst thumbnails. Not the, not in the ones the you're looking world. at. No, they, this is great, but These his thumbnails great. on his YouTube channel suck. You gotta they're let like, him know that they suck. Yeah, they're like the worst thumbnails ever made on any YouTube channel. When you go if to there's Jordan's. A, like a Raspberry Awards for thumbnails, you yeah. would win. When you go to Jordan's YouTube channel, by the way, and you go to the videos, there's ones of us, mm -hmm. there's ones of everyone. If you go there and you, by the way, subscribe and tell them the China Show sent you, but then yeah. say, change your thumbnails. Yeah, your thumbnails suck. From the China Show. Yes. And yeah. from the China shows, we don't have, we don't name our subscribers, whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah. Um, and we need to kind of soft power or hard power him yeah. into changing these thumbnails. Yeah, but thumbnails, are <laughs> thumbnails aside, he's an incredibly good host of a very successful podcast. Yes. I thought this episode was very, very interesting. It's from Kashmir Hill. It's a, uh, it's a interview and it's called, Is Privacy Dead in the Age of Facial Recognition? Some of the key points were, what is facial recognition technology? So you know when you open your phone, yeah, how it opens up mm -hmm. and how does it work? What are the positive use cases? Of course, you go over what's, what are these, what is this good for? Well, it's definitely made our lives easier in terms of like getting access to our phones and also providing extra layer of security, right? Yeah. But... Another key point is what countries and governments are, are promoting facial recognition technology as part of other parts of life mm. and maybe why they're doing that. Because we've seen, and this is where it links to us, we've seen China just go absolutely nuts for facial recognition technology yep. in every aspect. It ties to the social credit system, right? Well, I mean, think about this. You know, the sort of biometric facial recognition yeah. stuff. That data can be used to create those fake AI Bingo! Mm -hmm. This is where I was it, getting. This will definitely help. Right? Yes. Uh, is there a middle ground between outright banning official recognition technology and completely, completely allowing it to keep tabs us, on us in a world where privacy is a quaint relic of a bygone era? And so this is her arguments that it's the facial recognition technology is basically the death's door for privacy in general. And if you think about what we just saw with AI stuff, yeah, in many ways that's true. Mm -hmm. Maybe it could be reined in though. So Maybe. definitely go check it out. It's jordanharbinger.com slash 948. It's totally free. Yeah. Uh, and then go to his YouTube channel, Jordan Harbinger Show. And, and tell him his thumbnails suck. And that they suck donkey something. Yeah. Now, like, I guess you could say that. And tell him the giant show saying. Yeah. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know, on Monday we have a show. Look, Double, double, double Vision. Double Vision. It's a great song, by the way. Yeah, it's great. It's all about getting drunk. Oh, interesting. oh it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. Anyway, um, <clears throat> let's get us out of here quickly so you can see what we're talking about here. Uh, this is what you missed on Monday show. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's such Chinese humor. It is. That's funny. We had a fantastic episode. Yeah, it was fun. Super so fun. Oh, fun. Uh, so go over to uh, patreon.com slash ADV podcast. Mm -hmm. Join us at the Xiaoban Hotel. Remember, we have another show every single Monday. If you like this show on Friday, you're going to like our Monday show. It tends to be different types of material and stuff, but it is a full show. Yeah, it's, it's not just like, oh, we're going to show you behind the scenes content. No, it's nonsense. You know, people do that, yeah. Patreon. No, like, no. We're going to give you extra shows early and show you behind the scenes. No, no, it's a no. whole another show. Yeah, so the Xiaoban Ho is our VIP show every Monday. Um, and if you're considering joining our patron, any tier of uh, patrons is going to give you a bunch of benefits, especially since next week we've got a big announcement there's something new huge coming to all tiers of our patron there's going to be a big 
new thing that you're going to get access to, which is going to be super fun. We can't wait for it. Yes. Um, but as it stands, even the lowest tier patrons get access to the Discord server. They get the uncut versions of yeah. the show every week, yeah. that type of thing. Anyway, it's time for us to stop plugging ourselves and move on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sorry. It sounds yeah. bad. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Now, you've probably heard about this, and if not, um, it's time to learn about this. Yes, hopefully I can read it from here. Yeah. It's from AP and B- uh, BBC. Um, there is an online dump of Chinese hacking documents which offered a rare window into pervasive state surveillance. So there's this company called iSoon. Mm-hmm. And basically what it was is like hackers for hire. Yeah. And what it looks like is that the Chinese government, because their, their client list had Chinese government stuff on there, right? Yeah. Is that they're mask? This company's kind of masquerading as this like uh, cybersecurity company, but actually, what it is is like the government was paying them to hack people. Yeah, right? and to develop tools to hack uh, international organizations. Yeah. So what happened was there was a disgruntled employee. It seems like a disgruntled. Yeah. Employee, so it seems yeah. like, and via Twitter, they uh, leaked stuff on GitHub. I guess it was like 190 megabyte file or something, and it had like client list, victim sheets, and all, like, what, what the software... I think it was bigger had, than that. I think it was a couple terabytes. Okay, sorry. I anyway. thought, <clears throat> thought it was smaller. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, are you sure? I'm pretty sure it was a 190 megabyte it file could, on GitHub. I could be, I could be wrong. <laughs> okay, anyway, on mm-hmm. GitHub, uh, which is, like, kind of like a programmer forum, this was leaked, and then people are going absolutely crazy about it. So I have some things about Get, it right GitHub here. is great. That's where you can put designs for 3D printing or whatever. Like, it's being used by everyone. Yeah, so this is from Washington Post. I guess this is one of the translations they did. It says, following the target, place links and induce targets to click on the evidence collection link. After the click is successful, you can obtain the target's Twitter account permission. So yeah. this is hacking social media accounts. Yeah, it's hard to hack. They've got tools to basically trick people into clicking on links that then they can gain access to to your Twitter account, even if you have two-factor authentication enabled. And then they hijack people's Twitter accounts. We see this a lot. A lot of the um, attacks that we get and the propaganda on Twitter come from obvious Chinese sources. Because it looks like a real account. And sometimes it is. They're just a hijacked account. So there'll be an account that maybe hasn't been active for a couple of years, suddenly spewing out Chinese propaganda. And then you look at it and it looks legit. It's like it's something that was started in 2007 or something by a dude, mm-hmm. but it's a hijacked account. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll just go through these real quick. I have a clip from uh, from the news, which actually explains it pretty easily. Oh, okay. Um, there's another thing here. It says, India, the main targets are the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Ministry of Defense of India. So it looks like they were, I mean, if these turn out to be true. Oh, it's th- pretty true. I'm 100%. I'm, I am convinced it's true. I am this is definitely what you want. Yes, I assure. Yes, where is this that? is definitely what you want. Yeah. I assure. <laughs> Sustained deep penetration tracing of these. This is getting naughty. Yeah. Of, you, of these units offers the ability to unearth long-term value. So these are. There's. I guess they're starting to translate some of this stuff because there's a lot of stuff there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it says the documents show how uh, apparent ISUN hacking of networks across Central and Southeast Asia, as well as Hong Kong and the self-ruled island of Taiwan, which Beijing claims is territory. Obviously, why? Yeah, these we, are some of the big targets. Yeah. We know why they would want to uh, hack Taiwan, especially at, yeah. at the, around the election time, right? Yeah. The hacking tools are used by Chinese state agents to unmask users of social media platforms outside of China, such as X, formerly known as Twitter, break into email and hide the online activity of overseas. Do you know why that's important? Why? It's because if you've got a dissident on Twitter, for instance, they rely on the fact that they can anonymously post something. So they might post some very 
uh, important information about the Chinese government or they yeah. post anti-CCP stuff on Twitter. They can use these tools to unmask them, find out their real identities, and then they can go and intimidate them, send people to go and mess with them, mess yeah. with their families in China, etc. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually the whole mm-hmm. idea in China is like, of course, Ch- the Chinese government has access to everyone's social media in China and they know who everyone is just because of how things work. Yeah. But when you use a VPN, let's say you're a Chinese guy in China and use a VPN and make an anonymous account on social media, let's say Facebook or yeah. Twitter or whatever, YouTube, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you the government, if they think, I guess, if they if they want to use these like hackers for hire or whatever, they can use their tools to figure out who you are, right? Yes. And that kind of disrupts the whole protection of being anonymous abroad, right? Yes. They're jumping the firewall already, taking a risk doing this, and now potentially... They can figure out who they are. And that's kind of like an intimidation tactic in itself. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, I, I like this part yeah, of it. Yeah, 190 here. megabyte leak. Told yeah, you. you're right. I was thinking of another leak, a different one. Um, Leaky faucet. There's There are leaks happen all the time, that's man. That's true. Anyway, um, something that they're talking about here is that they also described devices disguised as power strips and batteries yes. that can be used to compromise Wi-Fi networks. Yes. By the way... Just a little uh, PSA to everyone out there, and this is something you should be aware of. When you're traveling and you're inside of airports, yeah. and they have those free chargers on the wall, where it's mm. like charge your phone, you plug your cable into it, just don't do it. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, maybe plug in your power bank or something to charge your power bank. Don't plug your phone into those things, because a lot of these um, sort of power points where you charge, they can be compromised, and they can actually inject malicious code onto your phone yes because you are plugging your yes phone into a device which can then talk to it and potentially infect it with something so just don't do it and this again just reiterates that and power bank so hey you could be buying a power bank from timu or something and yeah. it arrives and it comes straight from china it could be who knows a hacking device who knows maybe the seller doesn't even know yeah right power strips too uh so just be careful Yes. Uh, so also, uh, mm-hmm. this is something, a little hole I found in China's story about this. Okay, what is China's story? So let's look at this. Can you What, what is China's story? It says, uh, until the 190 megabyte leak, iSoon's website included a page listing clients topped by the Ministry of Public Security. So that's a Chinese government organization. Yeah. <clears throat> including 11 provincial level security bureaus and some 40 municipal p- public security bureaus. Okay. Oh, what departments, yeah. Oh, departments, sorry. Another page available until early Tuesday advertised advanced persistent threat attack and defense capabilities using an acronym APT, one of the cybersecurity industry employ- employees to describe the world's most sophisticated hacking groups. Internal documents in the leak describe iSoon's database of hacked data collected from foreign networks around the world that are advertised and sold to the Chinese police. So go to the next slide. Okay. I'm going to show you a little hole here. Sure. Next slide coming up. So this one, this is from the BBC. Which okay. They're obviously going to, this is from the UK, right? They're going to focus on what if the UK was implicated in this, yes, right? Yes, it yes. says, a Chinese cybersecurity firm claimed it had the ability to hack the UK's foreign office, leaked documents suggest. A little worrying? Yeah. yeah. It says, UK government agencies, think tanks, businesses, and charities also appeared in the leaked ISUN data. Other documents hint at successful hacks of public bodies and businesses across Asia and Europe, but it's not yet clear if they are compromised. The identity of the, of the leaker is unknown. China's UK embassy, so this is the Chinese government. Okay, this is what they said. Said it was unaware of the leak and said China firmly opposes and combats all forms of cyber attacks in accordance with the law. Well, mm-hmm. are you sure about that? So that's China at an official capacity saying, saying that, that they yeah. condemn this kind of stuff when they were on the client sheet, apparently. Yeah. Uh... Liar, liar. Of course they don't condemn this. They want this. They, they freaking did it. 
been doing this since the 90s. They love this. This is their bread and butter. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is. They just exist only to hack. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> Pretty continue, much. continue. We'll play the clip. Okay. From the, let's play a little clip for you. It's like an expert talks about it. Okay, good. It's always good to have experts on. You know. Yes. I'll just read the, the rest of the article here. Okay. Uh, it says, iSoon's tools appear to be used by Chinese police to curb dissent on overseas social media. So you're right. Yep. It's about like basically controlling the narrative for Chinese dissidents. And flood right? them with pro-Beijing content. That's what I said. When they hijack these accounts yeah. and they stop posting this BS propaganda. Yeah, you're, and you're on Twitter a lot. You see this all the yeah. time. Yeah. Authorities can surveil Chinese social media platforms directly and order them to take down anti-government posts, but they lack the ability on overseas sites like Facebook or X where millions of Chinese users flock in order to evade state surveillance and censorship. There's a huge interest in social media monitoring and commenting on the part of the Chinese government, uh, said Mareke Olberg, a senior fellow in the Asia program of German Marshall Fund. She reviewed some of the documents. To control public opinion and forestall anti-government sentiment, Olberg said, control of critical posts domestically is pivotal. Chinese authorities, she said, have a big interest in tracking down users who are based in China. The source of the leak could be a rival intelligence service, a dissatisfied insider, or even a rival contractor, said the chief threat analyst, John Holtquist of Google's Mandiant Cybersecurity Division. The data indicates iSoon sponsored also include the Ministry of State Security and China's military, the People's Liberation Army. So, I mean, this was not a little, like, mom-and-pop hacker service stuff. This is clearly... I had some big clients that are looking for stuff that they don't like. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, Chinese. just looking at this, this is this will sum it up. Okay, let's uh, sum it up then, shall we? Let's take a look. These police are investigating hundreds of files leaked online last week. They purport to show Beijing's government agencies carrying out large-scale cyber attacks against foreign governments, companies, and more. The hundreds of files, images, and chats posted online are from a Chinese state-linked hacking group called iSoon, the office of which is seen in this video. The company was hired to break into the websites of firms across the world and exploit what hackers claim to be vulnerabilities in company software systems. I want to bring in now Charles Clancy. He is a chief technology officer of MITRE, a nonprofit company that studies national security issues. So, Charles, you testified on Capitol Hill earlier this month about the threat that China poses to U.S. infrastructure, and you predicted a large-scale cyber attack within three years. Do you believe that this attack is already underway? I think over the last decade, we've seen dramatic increase in Chinese cyber attacks against the United States. Um, but to be clear, uh, really, the pattern of the last decade has been hacking into U.S. companies, U.S. government agencies, um, and, and research institutions really to steal information. Um, I think what we're seeing, though, with, with particularly with China and their cyber program, is a shift from just hacking with the goal of stealing information to hacking with the goal of being able to exploit and destroy infrastructure. And it's highly unusual for a leak of this nature to occur in China. Talk to us about its significance. Yeah, I think uh, a leak like this is rare in any uh, in any country, uh, including China. Certainly, uh, the autocratic autocratic regime that we see in China is something that would limit um, people feeling comfortable doing an attack, uh, a leak like this. Um, I think that uh, it clearly was done by a disgruntled uh, insider, I think is the working theory, although we don't quite know yet. Um, and it certainly provides a lot of information about the inner workings of uh, the company iSoon. So tell us how U.S. officials uh, should respond now. 
Well, interestingly, the information didn't show widespread attacks against the U.S. directly. Mm -hmm. uh, much of the discussion and the chats and so forth and the capabilities that were described were targeting other uh, Southeast Asian countries. So I think this is an opportunity for the U.S. to really engage with those countries uh, to highlight the risks that they face and really present a more united uh, international cyber defensive front against China. All right, Charles Clancy, thank you. I actually want to segue into something super quick, something we we saw. Yeah. Um, in regards to the BRI, the Belt and Road Initiative, mm. is that this is an opportunity for countries to see that even when China is pretending to be your friend, they're pretending to be like, yeah, we're going to work together against the USA and all the, the West and all this stuff. And we're going to give you infrastructure projects. We're going to help you with your digital infrastructure, 5G networks, things like this. Yep. They're hacking and spying on you. Dude, do you know me, what I mean? Remember the African Union building they yeah, built? Yeah. And then everyone, all the different government people moved in. And then they found microphones and hidden surveillance equipment in the building that China yes. built for them. Yes. You know, it's just the way it goes. It's so <laughs> on the nose, like China's goals in the world. It's mm. self-serving. It's yeah. to build a an empire. Let's yeah. be totally honest. Yeah. Um, and I think this is just another step to show that this is the case. We saw something in, uh, what was it, in Montenegro. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it will, you actually get into that in your video, but yeah. like these unbelievable devastation that China's created in some of these countries that it's partnering to help. Yeah, it's insane. And it's, and it's just for really awful, awful, terrible, terrible reasons. Yeah. Right? And I think this just goes to highlight that. Well, anyway, yes, on that on. wonderfully high note, we're going to move over to our Q&A, which, of course, is Yum Cha. This is uh, where we answer your questions and you question our answers. Now, it's Friday, guys. Hope you're all ready to relax and have a fantastic weekend. Yep. I can't. Because I have to edit a video. Uh, Directly after this, I'm going to go home. I'm going to edit a video because I have to release it by tomorrow morning. That's pretty sucky. Pretty, I might drink some sake and then you'll see uh, a wonky ass video tomorrow. I'll tell you that. It'll be all weird. I think you should. Okay, good. Uh, anyway, guys, time to loosen the tie. And how this works is the Q&A. Of course, you get to watch it live. We leave it up on the weekend, but we cut it out of the show on Monday. But mm -hmm. if you're a patron of any tier, you get to watch the full thing anytime you want. That's right. Oh, yeah, with the uh, classic gifts oh, of memberships. But... Thank you, by the way. And if you are uh, not sticking around, stay awesome. We'll yes. see you next time. Classic membership gifts. Thank you very much, Harry Tick, as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Koala1203 says, This Yamcha segment of The China Show is brought to you by every viewer, subscriber, and the people who support and contribute to this channel. Absolutely. Congratulations on reaching the 200th episode on behalf of The China Show's fans. This is epic. We've Thank done much, 200 Paul. episodes. I don't think... How many have we, have we even missed? I think we missed one or two. It happens, but like we've been consistent. It's pretty good. Yeah. That's a lot. It's been going for longer than we realize. Yes. Yes. Thank you for being a part of it. Yes, thank you very much, guys. Mm. 200 is big. It's a big number. It's massive. We'll see you at 500, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe every 100, we'll, we'll yeah, say something. Yeah, hell, hell yes. Gabriel Keane, as usual, thank you for the amazing content. China sh is showing their top-tier AI 5G cloning expertise like never before. Mm. Valet Patel says, uh, very thank you very much, Valet. That was very generous of you. Hey, happy 200. I have some, I've had some great success in my life recently, and your content has helped me get through a lot of tough great. times. I really appreciate what you guys do. And thank you. Uh, and thank you for allowing us to be a part of your, your life. Yeah, Valet, we really appreciate you. We've, we've noticed you um, for a long time following mm -hmm. us in our chats and stuff, and we really appreciate the dedication and support. Mm -hmm. uh, Max Redstone says, congrats on 200. Clone <laughs> Willie Medisha. Hong Hong. 
We gotta clone this guy. He's oh, not everyone. Oh, 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 the world needs more oh. Medishas. Yeah, I actually had a segment that includes him that I was gonna do this week, but oh. we, we we had too much other stuff. Yeah, yeah coming true. next week. Next week coming we're gonna. Soon. Yeah, you'll you'll see something. It's also got to do with ridiculous over the top propaganda. To hell with you. Magistrate General says hitting the U.S. while using a, a phone of one of the most popular and famous U.S. companies out there. These idiots really are brainless. Yeah, it, it is true. I mean, that was an iPhone. Yeah, it was. So, so you can't do this in America. Yes, yeah, smart. Well, you know what? The person doing the R&B thing didn't do anything wrong. No, they were I don't. Just doing a life. Yeah, hack. they were just being yeah. used as propaganda, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dragonella, happy two hundredth, four hundred. Let's go! Thank you, Dragonella. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Magistrate General Wallace says, and congrats on episode two hundred. You guys are amazing. Thank but you. Agagon, always a big fan. Uh, heard of recent anti-CCP pro- propaganda being enforced by Singapore? Whitetail deer, what's all for me and my bro? I'll give you a whitetail deer. deer. Whitetail deer. 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 And keep fighting the good fight. Stay awesome. Thank you. Uh, Sias says, congrats on the 200 show. Consider this a voucher to block a schlong pig request. And I, not, 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 not he oh. paid money to block a request. So I get to use that voucher. Just once. I like this idea. Just once. once. You now can you buy Super Chat <laughs> as vouchers to block Don't give people bites. ideas. This is dumb. You can use it for one block. Yeah, you can use it for one. Yeah. Uh, Eastwood 400, 200th episode. You guys are awesome. Genuine and consistent, always kicking out original content. Your friend from Alabama. Shout out to you, Eastwood, and shout Thank out you. to Alabama. Mm. Uh, David Lopan. Uh, recent report shows a company in Shenzhen used to evade US, UK sanctions. A Russian arms maker is importing components essential to tank production. Interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, they look. That's no big news, you know. Sanctions. Yeah, but I mean, everything sanctions needs to be come along. To yeah, them. we do need to. But like, you know, oh, we're gonna put sanctions on you, and then China's like, okay, then we'll just ship it to Mexico first and put a Made in Mexico stamp on it. I think people <laughs> you have know? to understand that mm. sanctions are useful and good against mm. nefarious countries. They are. But you have to also put them on the other country that's bypassing that stuff. Yes. So with Russia, you got to sanction China too. Yeah. Because they are literally funding their whole enterprise. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Anyway, Jennifer Marco, thank you very much. J- Jacob Redmond, congrats on episode 200. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Um, David Lopan says, did you hear about Angela Chow? It's a tragic case of so... I don't... Agnes I don't Chow or Angela Chow? Angela, I guess. I'm not sure, David. Uh, Lane Kendall, congrats on 200, boys. Have a thank couple you. Asahis on me. Will do. Do you think these America-based Twitter influencers are getting direct financial support from China to post CCP propaganda? Absolutely. I mean, you know... A lot of them, yeah. I, I know for a fact some people that are paid to do this kind of propaganda, and they're incentivized to do it as well, because the more propaganda they spread, the more opportunities open up for them, right? Yes. So why would you not? Yes. Uh NYC expat in Indonesia. Later today, I'll get some slop, slop again. To, it's how I unwind after a long week. Mm. <laughs> okay. Enjoy yep. your slop again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultra Primark. Happy 200th episode, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, dummy boy RG. I asked the boomers, why do we trade and set up manufacturing in China, but never with Russia when China's communist and Russia isn't? I won't. I ask, won't you scared of communist Russia, but you're not scared of communist China? It's a lot of hypocrisy, isn't there? Mm. Matt Grizzly, thank you very much. Uh, Emperor's new clothes. Oh, South African chick. Yeah. yeah. Tyler's uh, Tyler Bovinsky. Whoop whoop. Episode two hundred. Here's to eight hundred more. 
Mark Carl. Thank you. Train through mountains, buildings, and tunnels. Just go to Disney World. The sky will look better. Yeah. You got to understand China. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'll throw that You got to understand China. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, this idea that a train going through an apartment building is some kind of revolutionary new thing is so dumb. Mm. Monorails, by the way, were invented like 100 years ago, more than 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nothing new. And a monorail going through a building is definitely not new. It's super da- old. David, I did not... Uh, try to blow off your comment i just don't i don't know about it i'm not I'll, agnes Chow. i'll read the i'll read the whole thing I just don't know is that the suicide issue because sure. i've i've been reading about it but i'll you know i'll look into it further did you hear about angela chow it's a tra- is it a tragic case of so-called irish goodbye with chinese characteristics thoughts on the cause perhaps apt 41 i don't i just don't know what that stuff is so mm. that's why i didn't answer yeah. um uh, where are we here uh it says rupert M. Doc says, happy 200th episode. Keep up the great reporting. Play any clip you want. You earned it. Okay. Nice. Oh, that's a good... I like that. I like a nice. Mm. Mm. Been a while. Abiola says, we are ducked. David Lopan says, by the moon and the stars in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) That was from the uh, today's People's Legit Army. Yes, indeed. Was that in there, that song? Maybe. No, that wasn't... I don't think that was in there. Yeah. Anyway, oh, interesting. I'll be coming back uh, next week with a Darth, new hit. Darth YouTuber. Hey, Winston, your country is world rugby world champs and UFC champ. You must be proud. Oh, they are. <laughs> That's, That's news to me. Anthony Saints got great uh, guys as usual. The best show ever. Anita, what's how? Okay, thanks. Yeah, you know, I, um, I'm I'm a bit more of an individualist, if that makes sense, rather than a nationalist. Yeah, I think that's sense? a good thing. Yeah, it's like you can um, root for your country in sports, though. You know, like for instance, I suck at sports. Sure. Okay. So the the fact that I was born on a certain piece of dirt mm-hmm. doesn't automatically make me good at sports. So the fact yes. that the South African, whatever uh, rugby team won, doesn't yes. really reflect on me. Yes. I can't be like, hey, I can't be proud of that. How can I be proud of that? Because I can't yes. do it. Yes. Does it make sense? Uh, but yeah, thank you anyway for the congratulations. I appreciate it. And it's sure. good to see something positive coming out of South Africa because there's very little that does. Yeah. Baka says, do the Chinese race rice tractors like in Thailand? No. No. Re- remember those? We saw those crazy rice tractors yeah. and they like soup them up. It's stuff. awesome. Yeah, it's it's really so cool. cool. No, they, they don't even have those <laughs> in China. Yes. So. Uh, D-D-D-D-D. Uh, hyper boxing. Why is the stuff from China such bad quality? I don't know what that means. It's the sh- it's the sheepest. I get it. Like sheepest, the cheapest. Like, yeah, instead of yeah, like Sheikshanary. Uh, uh, uh Did China really claim an excavator copied from a Russian? A Euro- sorry, European design was their locally developed quadrupod military drone transformer. I don't know. Did they? <laughs> Uh, I saw something about that. I'm not 100% sure on the sources on that one. What, what do you think the sources are? My sources that I made it the f*** up. But, no, quite seriously, I did see something about that, but I, don't, I can't confirm. Yes. Yeah. Dragonella says, the AI stuff is already so effed up that mm. anyone can nearly perfectly emulate any voice and lip sync. It's any footage of someone speaking at home. It's bad. Oh, yeah. 
Jackal N says, wow, the CCP are so evil. Wow. Wow, so good. <laughs> he <laughs> loves that, that dirt, dirt patch, dude. Yeah. Grozny says, uh, professor at my state college is spewing chi blatant Chinese propaganda about China being the world leader in AI and other nonsense. What should mm. I do? Well, you should have some sources, not made up sources, and deliver them to him diplomatically and say, I respectfully disagree. I think you should show him about, you know, we've done a couple of episodes yeah. like this. This Sarah AI thing, which that's a good example because that's not even that long ago. It's about yes. a year or so ago yeah. where they actually tried to pretend that a Thai booth babe was Huawei's new AI yeah. assistant. And it's yeah. blatantly fake. So maybe show him yes. things like that. I agree. And uh, also show him the fact that they have to steal like chat GPT and all the open AI um, you know, open AI APIs and stuff with their own AI things. It's not any ever homegrown. It's always linked to right. other technology from abroad. Yes. Koala1203 says, my sympathy goes out to Olga for all the ordeal she has to deal with. Yeah. The world really needs to wake up about the dangers of deepfake AI. Hashtag justice for Olga. Yeah, and remember, go send her some support. Yeah, so. I, and, you know, it's one of the worst things to happen to you because I had Chinese um, Wu Mao and stuff and propagandists in the past take past take my image and take you know clone me basically on make clone channels of me on YouTube mm -hmm. back before YouTube started to block this and go into my comments and reply to my own same, audience same. you know and they were saying horrible racist yeah. things to make me look as if I was a racist or something and some people were falling for it because it looks like me mm -hmm. you same. know it's got the same name and avatar that was a big and everything back then. and it's very disheartening so when somebody takes your likeness and uh says untrue things using yep. your likeness it's horrible so yep. please go and send us some support rd josh says i wonder if the honorable magician would say to the ccp if they cloned him oh he would say but he wouldn't stop there to hell with you he'd say to hell with you says, I love Chinese dramas. I watch them a lot. Did you ever have a segment about them, like how the CCP controls actors and their productions? No. We might do that at some point. Thank you. Mark Morassi says, Olga is not your girlfriend, fake she, fake she milk. Oh, yeah. Fake. <laughs> yeah. Trying to yeah. Be my clone, too, but not out of AI, out of mm -hmm. a real flesh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I made a video about it. The she milk. Remember, he hates Rick so much. He hates Rick. <laughs> uh, happy 200. Thanks for the lols. You're very welcome. Hyperboxing for... Mr. Sturzel, mm. that's you. That's me. Uh, imagine the amount of chef's kiss if the Aurora was run on Amigas. Oh, dude. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Unfortunately, Amiga's far too advanced. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. Uh, Peter says, congrats on the 200th show. I had Thank a sneak you. peek and a like of Olga's video to support her channel. Excellent. What is the source of content on her clone channels? Oh, yeah, that's pretty easy to find. My source is that I made it the f*** up. William HK, congrats on your 200th episode. Thank you. Uh, I think that's so. Nin yao hao hao. What? No, it's like. Oh, yeah, ha, ha. Don't say that. By, by the way, I think this this sauce uh, soundbite's becoming our new most popular one. I mean, My source is that I made it the f up. Yeah. I think that's becoming our new most popular one. Oh. Yes. It's got to be. Absolutely. Hmm. Pleb says, kind of expected a literal human cloning of a Ukrainian woman by the CCP. They will pay for their lack of vision. <laughs> okay. 
Maybe give him time. Yeah, give him time. Uh, Norman Fair, I assume the Chinese don't care what happens to flight attendants when they're too old after five or ten years. They don't. That's And that's the dark side of this. The thing that you don't know is because of the discriminatory hiring practices, when they reach a certain age, they will lose their job. Mm. They do lose their mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's really the dark side. So you can, you know, snicker about it and, you know, have an opinion, but you have to realize that it's pretty brutal. Yes. You yes. know? Uh, Miss Soy Sauce, last Friday's throwback on Jordan's show was a story about a lying doctor named Jeff. I couldn't stop laughing. Take the pills. Jeff. Oh, yes, of course. Nice. Let's get there. Jeff, Jeff, take the pills, Jeff. Tell Jordan that every time he runs a story about someone named Jeff, he has to play that soundbite on a show. Yeah. By the way, if Jeff, if if I was Jeff and was offered the pills, you know what I'd say? What'd you say? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I know. Yeah, exactly. Patch to zero. I say that way too much. Yeah. Patch zero. Some places fire old women to hire young ones just for looks when mm-hmm. they're worse workers. Um, more in front desk jobs. U.S. jobs value work over looks or age. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, crap. Stop serving. Fleb. Mm-hmm. You guys should really make a channel with bite-sized clips to help individual topics get coverage with the normies. I think he's being sarcastic. Yeah, we have that. It's called China Fact Chasers. In case you take his sarcasm literally, we do have that. Yeah, if you go subscribe to China Fact Chasers, uh, every week we edit out each topic. And it's some editing as well. Some extra clips are added, some extra context. So check it out. Yes, definitely. China. But you miss out on this lovely live. Yeah, prioritize this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then go, you use those videos to send to your friends. Or yeah, if you wanted whatever. to clip out a specific topic. Like to send to your professor that's doing yes. CCP propaganda in class. Yeah. Send him those videos. Yeah. And then he'll say, they're just, they're just uh, anti-China, anti-China smear. smear campaign. Yeah, exactly. So the professor will say, and he'll be like, gotcha, you're a shill. Yeah, exactly. And then you got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Qual1203, is it now time to delete my Twitter account? I wouldn't think that's unwise. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's a cesspool. It's it's bad. Twitter's bad. I use it a lot, and I use it specifically mm. to get material for our shows and so on. And I think a lot of journalists use it and stuff love, too. But man, it's not good. It's a toxic. Environment. I love the uh, the lore now about China fact chasers. The joke is that you guys should make a channel that has specific topics, and then people reply, "Oh, that channel that steals your content." <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, like lore. Mm. It's our channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Sankins, the Honorable Medicia says, Happy 200th Hong 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 Thank show. you. Thank yes. you, Honorable Medicia. Well done, lads. Alex, congrats on 200, guys. Looking Thank forward you. to Xiaoban Ho. Yes, it's going to be a super fun episode. Uh, this uh, Monday, we're talking about conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. Yeah. Things that are popularly, popularly believed in China. Yeah, things Very like cool. your the Chinese intestines are, are shorter. shorter than other or foreigners. Or whatever. <laughs> things like that. Okay. Michael yeah. A. Mayo. Um, or what's it uh 50 plus something about israel oh. 50 plus media and nonprofit security organizations came together to expose pegasus nso hack from israel as they should have done why are you one of the few western sources willing to do the same regarding china um i think well i mean there's a lot of coverage about this right now so i don't mm. i wouldn't say that but yeah i mean i feel like there's not enough people talking about the threat of hacking from china yeah and yes, it has always it been one of the biggest threats you yes. have to understand, that's how China's operated for years now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, David Lopan is reminding me of an excellent emoji we have in the chat, which is a milk dog. Mm. And 
If you're wondering about the follow-up to milk dogs, on a Xiaoban Ho episode, we did find another animal being used for milk mm. in China, which I highly recommend you check that out. Yes. Go to patreon.com slash ADB podcast. You're really going to enjoy it. Yeah, you'll like it. Uh, Adam Wilson's, could you guys link your individual, individual, individual channels so I can keep up throughout the week? Yes, they are in the description, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, it's LaoY86 and ZA. That's right. Also a huge fan. Thank you very much. Lenny Wolf, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Very generous. Old Doc Slothington. Old Doc back again with no joke this time. Just a legit congratulations for making it to 200. Thank you. Here's to the next 200, guys. Thank you very much, Doc. And Appreciate we would, it. We, honestly, we would, have, we would struggle to do a lot of what we do without you. You're a huge boon to us. We yeah. really appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, RCMKPS, happy 200, guys. Love, and here's to 200 more. Thank, Thank you, you for very that. much, mm-hmm. RCMKPS. That's very nice of you. Everyone keeps going with this to 200 more. Yeah, we will. Because it'll be the big four, which is a very lucky number. Sure, sure. Uh, Pleb says, use use schlong pig. No. And no, no, no I, I use my voucher to block this one. Oh, okay. You have to. That's that's how it was. Okay, all, all right. right. That's my one voucher. Mm. If there's another one that comes in, then I can't. It's, Somebody it's better bad. request a long pig. <laughs> yeah. That's one voucher you've used it. A.H. Starfish. Can I get two long pigs, pretty please? Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> it backfires. Yes. So what we're going to do is I'm going to throw a howcher in between. Howcher. Howcher. And then. Makes me irritate at the by the way, I just got to say, next week, uh, I've got new content from Dear Wong. Oh, fresh mm. deer content? Yeah, Dear Wang. Uh, by the way, David Lopan in the chat said, China's been milking amphibians since ancient times. And no, but they have been doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was a perfect segue. Yep, yep. Uh, Gunfox61, warm or cold sake? This is no real questions. Uh, cold. cold. is terrible. Yeah, it's any hot alcohol. It, it brings out the, like... The, the burning, hot, Ugh. terrible side of alcohol. Ugh. You know, like, you take any alcohol and you make it hot, it's not like pleasant. It burns your nose. Yeah, and it, it just makes it, like, harsh and it's sharp. Harsh. Yeah, 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 it should be cold. Yeah, cold suck is, you know, amazing. French chef's kiss. For keep up the good work. Wow, I have Thanks. some sake on the Aurora. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, some username, I it's gobbledygook. Keep up the good job. What oldest Thank or you. most rarely used one on a soundboard? Also, sake edit might be good for giggles. Uh, what's the oldest sound? Probably you gotta understand China. You think? Yeah. You gotta understand. That's our first sound, I believe. One of the least used ones is. Can you see me? Which oh, is dumb. Actually, we should use that. how about this? Oh yes, I'd love to try yeah. this. Why do we never use that one? Yeah, I don't know. It's very relevant. Yeah, you know we haven't used it in a while though. That's a good point. It's been a while. Baby Snake Ass Master 420. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Epic name. Mm. 200 episodes is a great thing. Pig nipples. Ooh, oh, you heard it. Makes makes Maybe not. Schlong pig. That's what he wanted. Why is that pig lactating with nipples and has a schlong? I don't know. Yeah. I think old pigs have both. Like the nipples and, mystery. you know. Well, so do the humans. All humans. Yeah, are but those are like look like they're full of milk. No, they're not. Oh, they're, they're just, not. You checked, right? Yeah, it's okay, just the good. way it's designed. You know, it's I'm nature. glad you checked. I'm Nature's glad you designation. Yeah. <laughs> glad you had a suckle. It's kind of dumb. Nipples for men. 
Nipples for doesn't that sound like a like a men's product like just for men's beard grooming or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Robert Sank was another great show. Here's some beer money. Thank you, appreciate right. it. QR says thanks to the 200th episode. You have a few beers on me. Will do. Tentacle Bucket says happy 200th. Here's a 200 more. Wishing you a prosperous and long weekend. Oh, thank you. Uh, Mayor Logs never be hollow. Thank mm. you very much. I love all these Excellent. fresh jokes. Mm-hmm. Newcad 849 uh, says all this talk of trains. We're Subway Wonder Man. Oh, yeah, we haven't had him true. in ages. Here. Oh, that's not him. <laughs> Sorry. I'll find him. He's got to be here. Shrink Ray over here. Yeah, he's going to be around here well, somewhere. I, he's walking by. Hey, do I look like a Subway Wonder Man? man? I, you know where he was hiding? Where? He was hiding beneath Starfish. <laughs> That's where oh, it was. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, KFAX says, happy 200th. I wish I could slap Mount at your show all day. Okay. You can, you can. You are your mom. What's that? What's that? Hey, Winston. I, wish, I recently watched a BBC documentary about the xenophobic political group in South Africa called Operation Dudula. Any uh, thoughts about them and their plan to contest in plan to contest in the 2024 elections there are south africa is full of xenophobia um it is one of the most xenophobic places i actually did a video on my channel about xenophobia in south africa so i suggest you go and watch it i'll tell you this much south african politics is a dog's breakfast it's a complete mess and uh it's horrible a dog's breakfast i like that's interesting philip leach says 200 episodes wow so good Sci-fi. Oh, you need a wow so good. I'll give wow, so good. He loves that, that street. Yeah. <laughs> Sci-fi wasabi, bit of hypothetical, but uh, would you? How would you guys deal if you got mass? If China mass AI? If you got China mass AI cloned? I, I mean, know, that's I the funny thing is I don't think they would do that. If they would, it would be pretty bad PR for them. Yes, <laughs> you know what because because I mean? they're claiming that they have nothing to do with this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right? I think if they used us as well, it would go against their whole narrative of, you know, getting the Wumao to attack us and our opinions and also, things like that. Like, also, it would make it pretty obvious. It would make people curious in China as to what we talk about. Yeah, the originals mm. and probably be counterintuitive to what they're going after here. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jonas says congrats on the 200th episode almost finished listening to all the episodes the most mm. nice part is winston cutting himself off oh good uh great sorry. i wanted to go nice matt d says coming soon ccp milk replaced with aic milk mm. uh it's fine just show your hands in videos and we'll know you're real yeah. perhaps they just would draw it then 200th episode 200 episodes is amazing keep up the good work yeah Thank here's you. here's my hand guys Oh, crap. <laughs> not real i i was actually thinking you know the the shills you know like the the very an- annoying shills yeah. the usual ones that go around and say like, oh, china's great you know yeah, that yeah. their jobs are in jeopardy because oh. who would watch them if they could watch a pretty ai ukrainian you know russian whatever instead yeah and it's free they don't need to yeah. pay them to go to chongqing and wherever True. they could just make oh. it up Oh, their jobs are on the chopping block. Their jobs block. are right on the chopping block right now. They'll be like, no, my irrelevant ass needs a job. You know, that type of thing. It'd be pretty <laughs> yes. bad. You it know what would. I'm saying? It would. Mm. Uh, Pleb says, speaking of milk dogs, are white rabbit candies any good? They are very good. Yeah, they're nice. Mm. Happy uh, two double zero. Thank you so Super. much. Yeah. Um, Joe jo- Johannes Green, could you make YouTube short clips from the show? They would go viral. If um, I mean, we thought about it. 
It's too much. Too much it's work. Too much work. Uh, and I'll be completely honest. I can't stand YouTube shorts. I hate short form. It's media. really messed up my YouTube feed. I don't want this little like, ooh, here's a sexy girl in the rain doing a twirl. Yes. It's not. It's, it's like stop. It's yes. like stop this cl- clickbait, base level sex sells nonsense. Yes. I just want to go to YouTube to get content that's useful and interesting and entertaining. The you know dragon de. Ocho Cabezas, the eight-headed dragon, says, first time donating, guys, purely because I'm missing long pig. Oh, oh excellent. Makes me irritate at the pig <laughs> That's love, great. Love the content and your cute milk. Stop! <laughs> a possible person. Just love some love for the boys. You guys are okay. appreciated. The community is top tier. You guys are the best. You yeah. guys rule. We, we're incredibly proud of our community. Yes. Uh, because you are the best community. And all the power users that help us out, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the Davids, the the Donks, mm-hmm. the Dragonillas, mm-hmm. everyone out there that helps us keep uh, everything organized and gives us ideas and makes art and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, amazing. Uh, we got pl- uh, Pleb, who says... <laughs> Have a Horlex cool drink on me. <laughs> I mean, classic. I, I suppose you could make a <laughs> like take Horlex and you know make it cold. Horlex is the beef broth, right? No, no. Oh, that's Bovril. Yeah, Bovril's gross. <laughs> I went on a Bovril no. rat one time. Yeah, no. Horlex is kind of more like a. I don't even know how to explain. Kind of a multi malt. Oh yeah, milky yeah, yeah. type thing. That's right. We talked about. You that. know, remember, it's mad popular in Hong Kong as well. It is Horlicks. Yeah. Haolike is, and you get it in Chinese as well. It's called Haolike. Haolike. It's only in the. I only saw it in Guangdong. One of the most unfortunate names ever. Horlicks. Yeah. What a name! You could have changed it. You could have rebranded. Remember, like Hellman's changed to like Best Foods, and then they're like, you know, the mayonnaise. They changed to Best Foods. I was like, what are you doing? And then they changed back. You can rebrand. But Horlicks was always. I'm saying Horlicks. you could not. You could have changed it years ago. Could really do with some Horlicks right now. Right. And everyone's like. And everyone's like, what's wrong? Filthy with this man. Guy? You disgusting. Yeah. Man. What did you, you know? And you're like, I just want a multi malt milk just drink. Malt drink. And they're like, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you're just anyway. like, I just want to suckle a milk drink. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Gosh. Can't get a Horlicks around here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what's a guy got to do to get a Horlick? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Professor Membrane says 200 episodes is a great achievement. Thank you. Great. Excellent. Koala1203 says, can I get an epic AI 5G THX surround sound 180p? Jerry Bruckheimer quality in real Technicolor. Oh, we haven't done that in ages. Again, the best best example of no, you. No, you. Ever, <laughs> ever in the history of mankind. Yeah. Uh, Pleb says, why still no wild subtitles? Good work today, guys. Thanks. Never. Never. We can't yeah. do it. Uh, Gunfox61, possible balloon sighting over Western US again. It's breaking. Yeah, we've been seeing that in the chat. We'll have to look at mm-hmm. it. Yeah. David Lopan says, we have horde licks at White Tiger Pleasure Palace. Mm, indeed. <laughs> Is that from yeah. that movie? From, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Trouble in great, Little China. Great yeah. film. I actually um, should get that on Laserdisc. You should. Mm. You should. You should. Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, don't forget to go check out Olga's video. Don't forget to check out our patron to see mm-hmm. Xiaobanho on Monday. It's going to be a very interesting one. Yeah. And you get the whole back catalog of every mm-hmm. Xiaobanho we've ever done. Yep. Best way to support us. And we'll see you guys on that show on Monday. 
Can't wait. Can't wait to see you there. And uh, again, thank you, everyone, for being a part of this very important conversation we have every week. Hope you had fun. Hope you learned something. Have a fantastic weekend. And it's time to go. So I'm not going to cut myself off this time. And, don't. Uh, then stay don't. awesome. I'm not. I, I never do. You. I'm not. I never do. Five, four, three, two.